cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Thinko. Pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, wolf tribe here. They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Hey, name's Barry, Barry Paca. Portal wizard here and proprietor of the Den of Inquities. Best damn tattoo parlor in the Ten Towns. Best offense is a strong defense in my book. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over Ten Towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. Whereat Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Hello, we're back. We're here again. Woo! We're here at studios and we're going to review the new... Immediately just clips the microphones after doing sound checks. We're here to review the new Super Mario movie today. With Chris Pratt, the Italiano plumber. Hell yeah. Are we going to cheers these uh, shots here? Yeah, let's cheers. this little wheel in front of me. It says take a shot. Does it really? Yep. It's a shitty wheel. It spins very poorly. Yeah, it's really bad. Let's make it custom. Clinks. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I Kratz, again. I have to go to the YMCA. Do you care to tell See? our uh, listeners Cheers. why you're not uh, drinking tonight? No, thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's an acceptable response. Ah, you got surgery. Well, that's way. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's something to be made light of. That didn't even happen. What are you talking about? I'm on like a two-day hangover. Horrible. He had a lobotomy. <laughs> he got his butt removed. He got his <laughs> second butt put in. He <laughs> got a bird butt put in. He said he, he wasn't. He didn't feel like standing up and walking to the bathroom like a normal person. <laughs> Just wants to shit as he moves. <laughs> uh, all right. You guys... Uh, you guys fought a giant moose and a bunch of treants, and also a um, Revisa. a frost druid. Revisa, the, the mm-hmm. sexy druid lady. I never said that. We befriended Shrubby. Yep, Shrubby is hanging out mm. with you guys. Uh, said that uh, that you, he could take you, or it could take you, I suppose, to one of the locations, perhaps, that she could have cast a spell, where she teleported through the plants uh, to escape you guys. When Skid failed to lay the killing blow. Yes, feel bad about it. <laughs> no, you don't. You laughed. I know, I laughed. Trees need water to survive. That was. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah you used to awesome. uh, destroy water, shriveling the trees from their enormous size to lesser size. It's called the DM throwing the useless cleric a bone. <laughs> no, that's been like an MVP spell, man. Yeah, I always I reward creativity when I see fit, unless it's dumb. <laughs> 
I'd, I'd like to attach a skunk to a pole. You can. People will avoid you in every oh. town because you stink. Oh. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's what I get. Okay. But you guys, it's not uh, really ingenuity. That's just yeah. putting a skunk on a pole. <laughs> you guys left the uh, elven tomb, that which you had uh, kind of scarred around. You saw a sarcophagus, sarcophagus, and you basically said, "Fuck that. We're not doing that again." And you uh, sprouted up the tower, uh, basically just outside of the tomb that you guys had left. The instant fortress. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, instant fortress. Sprouted up the tower. Could, sprouted uh, up the tower. Yeah. So you guys uh, of, stayed the night there to uh, recuperate, sex. and uh, you guys don't think you decided. <laughs> and Kanan. Yeah, Kanan. Yes, Kanan was uh, outside. His stay outside, but had uh, cave it had saved you guys. Buddies now. Or saved, but helped. Yes. And, um, yeah, you guys take your long rest in the fortress. Ooh, I guess that's experience time, then. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yes. At least, <coughs> honest. At least 30, that, please. At least 30? Mm-hmm. Just 30 experience? Fine, 30 experience. 30,000. I said at least, at least. 30,000. <laughs> at least 30. Uh, no, you all get uh, 2,100. All right. Damn, it takes forever to get to the next level. Holy shit. You guys just hit level six. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying. I need you guys to struggle for a little bit longer before I have to deal with fourth level spells. So yeah, you guys take your long rest, you relax, sleep it off, heal your wounds, and then you wake up in the morning. You find yourselves in your uh, in your fortress. Skill gas, good bearing. Give everybody one. Uh, you hear the popping of uh, one of the holes on the jug of alchemy, and uh, Thrax goes up to everyone. Wake up time. Wake up. It's time for breakfast wine. Pilgrim will genuflect and uh, take his breakfast wine served directly into his mouth. No need to dirty a dish. No. In fact, that's how everyone's going to get served breakfast wine. Ricky, would you like some breakfast wine? Oh, yes. Quite indeed. You have any cups? Uh... You really want one. Should I just take any then? Yes. Does the instant fortress come fully stocked with a kitchen? Nope. Mm. It is barren in this thing. I will say, uh, if you furnish it yourselves, I'll allow things to just exist in there. But it is barren as is. Is Like if we were to install things. Yeah, it would shrink with the fortress. I'll say that. I love that. Is there a privy? Second bag of holding. Well, not saying. not even second back. I wouldn't think about it that way. I'm just thinking like we gotta up. We gotta make this like fucking a, a, a bachelor's pad. We've got a ladder. Why don't we put a pole to slide down? Yeah, Ooh. fire wheels instead. Mm-hmm. And you know we could do some on your knees, Ricky. All right. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I get on my knees immediately. Tilt my head upward. That's right. Me. Here you go. Fill you up with some breakfast one. Ooh, yum yum. That was all so sexually suggestive. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about the last twenty seconds. Barry, uh, would you like some breakfast wine? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, would you? Here you go. Uh, bend down. Uh, I'm gonna kind of bend down a little and use my flipper to kind of create a little ramp for it into my uh, sea turtle mouth, into my beak mouth. That's not much better, brother. Could <laughs> you? Yep, so the breakfast wine slides down your flipper into your turtle mouth. Excellent. No, it's not supposed to work like that here. That's a nice luge. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Uh, Used to getting a good wave in there, you know. Heard that. 
So, what are we on to for today? Perhaps we go to... We bring this moose head to the town. Yeah, we gotta we gotta show him at least that we killed it. Do you think they'll let us keep it? I don't see why not. Yeah, right? We'll just show him it's just done. Yes, who wants to keep a rotting moose head around? A giant great moose. I do. This one believes that this place could use some decoration. Yeah, or, or maybe even at the Nev's rest. Exactly, yeah. Okay, that is better than the bar. Show how badass we are. Then this one believes it might need to be taxidermied rather than just hang it up. Uh, 100%. And I, me and Thrax can do that, but I just want to... I don't know if they're going to insist upon it. But we should go show them at least. We haven't even been to Lonelywood. Surely they'll let a speaker keep their kill. That's true. Fucking political savvy. That's <laughs> true. Um, What are we going to tell Kanan, though? He's just waiting outside. It's probably not welcome. Do you have any good berries to share with him? Yeah, I got plenty of good berries. Maybe we ask Shrubby how far we have to go, and then we do both of those things. Shrubby. Quick question: Was Shrubby Shrubby's name, or did we just give you, them a name? You gave you gave the <laughs> Shrub the name. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. It, uh, it didn't have. It didn't know what to be called. It doesn't uh, have the concept of name. Yeah, or okay. time or anything. It's like two weeks old. Oh, okay. It's a young, a young awakened shrub. Okay. That's fair. Just leaves, no buds or anything on them? No, he's got uh, delicious berries. berries. He has oh, berries, basically. Sweet. Oh, like good berries or something. No. No. Just regular just, berries. Yeah. <laughs> I ate one last time. No, not like that at all. <laughs> yes, and I think uh, maybe Skid or just Kratz in general pointed out that, uh, or maybe TJ, that her mouth was blue. So she, that uh, Druid was using the shrub for sustenance whenever she wanted berries. Hmm. So, Thrax, if you say that, it means you want to go after that druid still? I feel like, well, if they're going to be awakening things, we probably should kill them. Yeah, but some of the awakening things are good, and some of them are bad. I got the sense from the moose, because at one point in the fight, I grappled it when I was a snake. It was good, but then I let it go, and it, it I could tell, man, it was just an evil fucking moose. Uh, and Kanan's good. He helped us. Well, he wanted to kill us before. But now he saved us. You wanted to kill her, didn't you? You were sad she ran away. I saw the look on your face. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I had a chance and almost got her. And do you want to get her? Yeah. Well, okay. But, yeah. Yeah. What, what do you mean by on? get her? Haunt her. But why? Don't, so you, don't you think there might have been some sort of misunderstanding, an incomprehensible gap between our motives that might have happened at some point in time? That maybe we were the aggressors, and they were just trying to defend the corpse of their dear sister. No, not at all. All right, hunt on. All right, I don't give a shit what we do. I'm just saying, we don't have to do it right away. And go lonely with first, right? Okay. I don't know. I'll do whatever you guys want to do. I just got to concentrate my focus, magic energy to pick what I'm going to do today. So... This one's personal opinion is that, although this one is mostly devoid of personal opinion, but this one's understanding of the way that the paths operate is that uh, paths do not always go in a straight line. Uh, that druid's path may curve. This might have been a life-defining moment. Let her decide where her path goes. Will she hunt us, perhaps? And if she does, then she will die. Um, or I could woo her. Or you could seduce her. But Maybe change her mind. 
Our path goes to Lonely Wood to return them the head of the Dread Moose. And this one personally is interested in the city that we skipped over. Tremelaine. 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 Sure. Yeah, it could be like a long hunt. Like we're thinking about it, we could spy on her and do that, but may- yeah, maybe maybe she gets a little bit more time. Yes, to build up her forces. Her forces were destroyed. We've destroyed her forces. She's alone, she's on the run. So yeah. Yeah, Threx, uh, we got bigger fish to fry. Better to let things go. What else do we have to fry? Man, uh, Termaline really uh, interests me. Uh, We've also got... Wergar building up an entire force that'll take over the entire ten towns. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. that is casting an eternal winter upon this place, halting all economic progress. It's the Blood Moon. You know, vampires and made of ice. monsters. As you call them, juicers. juicers. <laughs> but, but we're supposed to go to the moon and stop it from turning red. Well, you know, that is an Now idea. you're being daft. <laughs> I actually think that's a great idea. What if we build some kind of craft that could take us to the oh, moon? Oh, no. No. <laughs> I, I may know of a craft that could get us there. Drax, all I'm saying, for better or worse, she said she was doing the Frost Maiden's bidding, but like you said, she's awakening things all over. Yes. We met Norsu, didn't kill us, which is angry at Ten Towners for killing his mate. We met this woman, and she was just angry at Ten Towners for killing his sister. And Kanan came back to help us, and other awakened things like Shrubby. Maybe it's not a terrible thing if she's out there doing that. The animal's gonna make their own choice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So scared, uh. To put a A to B then, uh, would that mean uh, you're not into hunting the, the dinosaur under the lake there? Oh yeah, the, the little thing, the saurus that she mentioned in Dan Molden or whatever. What's a dinosaur? Big uh, reptile thing, big lizard, kind of uh-huh. like a dragon. I, uh, I, I want to talk to it more than hunt it. If they're awakened. Yeah, I don't regardless, know what a fucking is. Regardless of its fate, it's more, uh, would you be interested in pursuing that or, or not? I want to see everything that's been awakened here. Everything she's done. Well, what are we supposed to do about the wolf outside? Kanan. I think we say, tell him what we're going to do, and tell him that we're buddies now, and that we can keep in touch with him, and I can send him messages and stuff. What if we put a hat on him and we just... Stop, that's now. Or a little vest of some sort. Oh. He's very big. I don't think a little vest will fit. And mm. no. Just just leave him. We'll let him know what's going on. I feel like we'll just say thank you and, uh, you know, we'll see you when we see you. How we take And if we're going to hunt that druid ever, we hope you'll join us. At best, a cool, consensual <coughs> tattoo across his eye would be pretty sweet. Consensual being the key word. A, a tattoo across his eye? Yeah, you know, like a like Kratos. Oh, yes, like Kratos. Of the course. guy you've known for years. <laughs> Sorry. <Yeah. laughs> He's a businessman in uh, Termaline. Ah, uh, yes. Here's a briefcase. We've all heard Definitely of Definitely going to Termaline. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, order of business then. Let Kanan what's going on. Had to uh, get this fortress shrunk back down. Tell Shrubby to, I don't know, follow us or whatever you all want to do with him. 
head into the town of Lonely Wood, not the actual wood, as we're in right now. Deal with this giant moose head from the Dread Moose. Get some kind of a reward, hopefully, and then head to Tourmaline. Does that sound appropriate? Agreed. Yep. Sounds great to me. Yeah. See anything in town on the way to school? But yeah, it sounds great. Any of y'all been to Tourmaline, or are we all pretty fresh? We like, we like ran through it on the way here, but no more than that. All right. Yes. This thing is cold there. He kind of edged it by, but nothing more than that. Yes, it's very cold there, but also very, very beautiful. It's like a scenic town where people go on vacation sort of thing. It's very nice. And also to touch on one more thing, the dinosaur creature that you guys heard about from Shrubby, uh, just to remind you all. Um, the Frostry was mad. She was mad that uh, it had scruples. It questioned the morality of what she was asking him to do. Scruples is a word I always pretended to know what that meant until you just said I just right. looked it up. Okay. <laughs> so it's a feeling of doubt or hesitation okay. with regard to the morality or propriety of a course of action. Yeah. Part of being an English teacher means you just pretend like you know what words mean. I've only known unscrupulous. Yeah. Like, or, oh, shit. So being like the okay. bad, like yeah, being a yeah, morally yeah, no bad. Morals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. So that's the only time I've heard that word. And I was like, Super well, it's got to be the opposite, right? So I assumed it was last time at a... It turned out to be it's super hard being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Thank you. I love being dumb. Um. So yeah. Then I guess who wants to go approach Kanan? I suppose. Like I. I don't want to personally. I'll do that for show. I'll, um, I'll come with in case anything happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't try to put clothes <clears throat> on him. I'm All right. Yeah. Put a hat of us now. Um. We'll leave the side door. Well. The one door, the uh, solo door, the only door. Yes. And go outside and talk to Kanan. Um, you walk outside uh, a little further, I'd say south of your uh, fortress. You see Kanan. He's kind of laying in the snow. He's got uh, fresh blood on his face. And you see he has caught and eaten a deer this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning, Kanan. Pleasant morning to you. So, uh, we just talked uh, to the group. We just want to let you know what our plans were. Because um, we actually don't think we're going to go after the druid right now. That is fine. We're going to go into town, show them what happened with the moose, and then probably head south to Termaline. I understand. Do you uh, plan on finding this druid ever again? I definitely think... It, it, it's it's in our future for sure, and I, we'd love to have you with us when we did it. Then I will stay here in these woods. The feasting is fine. There are plenty of animals here, unlike the tundras where I came from. Um, I'll be able to send uh, messages to you with little animal friends. Um, and uh, if you ever, we got a place in Cape uh, Denival. That uh, didn't have rest. It's it's totally cool if you go there too. Um, otherwise, we'll come to the woods and find you. I will be continuing the hunt, and if I find her first, I will tear her throat out myself. Well, thank you for helping us. Um, so, could I ask you something about her, like? Do you remember before you were awakened? 
I remember not being able to do things such as this, even speak to you. I remember being almost mindless. Less of thought. What about that ice breath thing? That has always been something I could do. But, uh... Were you... Happy? To get... Awakened? I know you aren't dead, but... Do you like it more like this? Or like it was? The difference of... Hmm... Instinct versus thought is a difficult question to answer. I think so too, because we were talking and I said maybe what she's doing is good because we can do this, we can talk, but you never really had a choice in it. And I was just really curious. And I guess you're right. Instinct and thought, it is tough. To give an example, there'd be a time where I just stalk you from the shadows and eat you as my prey. But having our last experience had made me think, sit, and feel. I'm unsure of these things. It's confusing. Uh, listen, knowing yourself and your own thoughts is one of the scariest things there is. I'm so happy to have met you after you got awakened, and I do think she needs to pay. But, I don't know. I'm just trying to think if more creatures being awakened is a good or a bad thing. There are those of us who do not see reason. Yeah, because you saw the moose. You uh, saw the mammoth. Nasu. Nasu was angry, but... Nasu was also um, generous with my life and merciful. That may be true, but how good of an existence is it that they pine over their master's death for an eternity? Very bad. Very bad. And they're aware of it now. Man. Kanan, I really... Uh, it was nice to talk to you, Kanan. Be well, I will continue my hunt. Skittle bow lowly. I'll kind of do that wolf. Lower the front paws a little bit. And then he kind of dashes off to the woods. Skid kind of buddies up next to Thrax as we walk back. Man, I've never been more confused in my whole life. That was so sick. Perhaps, uh... It was like the most philosophical discussion from a wolf. My brain had to get the gears turned in there for a second. Yeah, that was <laughs> fucking great. I loved that. Perhaps it is less of a gift than we thought. Something to think on. Something to think on. Let's go back to the others. Alright, you guys head back and rejoin with the rest of the party. Before we walk in, Thrax back. Should we see what happens when we shrink the hut with them inside? No, no. I reckon Nan's uh, cool with everything. He's going to take off, though. He's going to keep on the hunt. To Lonelywood. To Lonelywood. We'll pack up and head out. Alrighty. Let's make some... Who wants to say the word? I like when Ricky says it. Makes me feel... <sighs> yeah, Ricky, go for it. Run the spring out. Oh, little tiny Fort Zinfandel. How cute you are. 
as I run out, I'm gonna pull into my shell and slide like a Koopa on the on the ice out of there. Why did you do that? Pop out out of there. Uh... Yeah, it's uh, fun to be light and do a nice little slide sometimes. Why don't you do that more? That's pretty cool. Oh, uh, looked fun. Thanks. Uh, I don't know. Well. What if we all pushed you along and just slid you well, across the throw you far Oh my god, like we could have a, I could transform, and we could have a rope attached to me, and then we could drag him behind me. You could be our sled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pretty fortified in there, but uh, I don't I think it's, it could go... Uh, a little uh, demeaning. I don't feel great about it. No, that's not the issue. It's uh, <laughs> I can't really see nothing. Uh, well, skid will be your eyes. Maybe we could uh, figure something out. Let's just walk. It's not that far. Thrax will go grab the head that we left outside, right? Didn't no, we? we got it in the bag. Oh, we put it in the bag? Just slide it in at an angle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sideways. I remember, I remember we all used to jump in there, but like then we were like, oh, this bag isn't very big. Sure it is. The, the opening, right? Sure it is. Oh, it is? Okay. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care. It's like when um, <laughs> Steve from Blue's Clues would jump into a... A picture. Mm-hmm. It's a reference we can all enjoy mm-hmm. as 34-year-old men. What is that? What are you talking about? Blue's Clues, brother. Yeah. To Lonelywood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys head back. I rolled for your encounters while you were speaking. Uh, the first hour you see is about three hours to Lonelywood, uh, navigating through the forest. Because it is a very dense forest, uh, but you do generally know the direction that you're heading in, uh, having gone, I believe, northwest or northeast from the, the town itself. Uh, you head to the south. Uh, about the second hour in, you see an arctic fox patiently stalking a snowshoe hare. You guys can hang around and watch her or do whatever. Uh, Thrax will pull out his bow. Mm. Can the pilgrim, like when you see that, just put his hand on the bow and say, shh, let him cook. Uh, fine. It's been a while since I've used it. Skid looks very relieved that the pilgrim stepped in. There will be a moment, Thrax. Um, yeah, you watch the Arctic Fox, it sneaks, and eventually, uh, it eventually jumps and catches the rabbit. Also, roll a history check, everyone. Hmm. 15. Uh, crit 20, 19. 22. <laughs> crit 1, 4. <laughs> 11. 11. Uh. Everyone but Ricky Steele, um, you recognize as this the fox that had the shringo riding on it away. And you eventually see three shringos pop out. And you fairly recognize the one that you had uh, helped out when you saved the fox from the cage. That is the same fox that made it way, it's way back to Lonelywood from basically uh, uh, good meat. You see tracks? You see tracks? What? I didn't want to kill the shringos. No, I know, but just, yeah. Get smiling. Let's go. Shouldn't Ricky play a song for them? Well, if you insist, I'll pull out my flute and start playing a little ditty. It sounds like a immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, but it slowed down a little bit. A slow version of immigrant song. Got yeah. it. Doom immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> Cast light on uh, uh, Ricky's uh, hair. 
Just really, vamp- <laughs> just really vamping on that A to the minor third. He is. He's doing it all up. And as he's singing, Thrax goes, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the fox is startled at first, but then looks up uh, and it recognizes, um, it recognizes Skid specifically. It picks up the rabbit in its mouth, kind of like trots over, and kind of just like rubs around your legs and then lays down and has a rabbit and starts starts eating the rabbit. The chewingas are doing cartwheels and stuff around the snow next to you guys while you're playing the music. Skid scratches it behind the ears and wipes a little tear out of his eye before anybody can see. So, that being said, they have a little fun time with the, uh, the song that's happening. And, um... All right, so uh, any one of you, uh, whoever wants to, you can roll a d8 for the charm that the Schwinga gives you guys. Can I roll it? Go yeah. for it, Evan. Yeah. Oh, shit, that was only a two. A two? I, I, think it's, I mean, there's no yeah. <laughs> There's no bad roll here. Oh, you cool. get a charm based on what number you roll. Random Sweet. table. <clears throat> I thought two uh, so is you, bad, seven would be good. No. Okay. That's all I'm different. Great. They're all bad. No, I'm kidding. The You get the charm. Uh, it has a crude uh, carving of a fox head on a little stone like a pebble and uh, this is if you look at it I you know, don't need to waste identify time this is the charm of bounty the charm has three charges as an action you can expend one of the charms charges to cast the create food and water spell and it requires no components and once you use them all it disappears cool now what do we say Barry to the nice little twinglers. Thank you, little man. I kind of pet him with my. They are like my two inches tall. Very gently <laughs> pet him with my flipper. There we go. Careful, Lenny. So they, yeah, they, they continue <laughs> somersaulting around until Ricky stops playing, and you guys are free to go on your way. That was so nice. You guys make it back to town? And, uh,. If you look at your map here, you come from the northeast part of town. Oops, I'm on the wrong map here. But you come from the northeast part of town. Um, it has come to my attention that you can't see the names of things on the map like I can, which is why I wrote them for Bryn Shander. Uh, so you come from the northeast part, uh, where I'm flashing the uh, thing at the north part of town that is called the Lucky Liar. That is the... Um, as the inn that people stay at? I believe. Am I wrong? I could be wrong. I might be wrong. We wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. <laughs> That's the tavern, sorry. So there's a tavern there. It also doubles as the inn, so it's both. Um, because the, you know that the ramshackle on the south side of town when you guys came in, uh, all the way down here on the south, uh, near the docks on the southeast part, which is right on the edge of Meridualden, um, that is a shutdown inn. And right now, it's just being used to store wood. You heard that someone had hanged themselves inside, and that's why the inn was shut down. <clears throat> just south of you is the Happy Scrimshander. <clears throat> Sorry. That is a shop. Uh, sells mainly in tools of Scrimshander trade. So building boats, building the scrimshaws that uh, often go out onto all these lakes to fish for, you guessed it, Knucklehead truck. Knucklehead. What was the tavern's name? Uh, the Lucky Liar. And you would know that the when you walked into the town itself, uh, you guys walked through the town, 
where I'm flashing now, if the through the east entrance where you'd walk through uh, from Termaline, uh, that is where the speaker's house is located. It's kind of nestled right on the edge of some trees, like the tree line, and is about I don't know, uh, you know, 500 feet from the water. DM, I don't mean to backpedal, but before we had entered, could uh, the pilgrim have suggested to Thrax, who has the moose head in the bag of holding, that we put it on a pole and parade through the town with it? Absolutely. Uh, sure. Uh, let me get a, a pole for you. Oh, sorry, Th- Thrax and Skid. I sorry. Yeah, yeah. You. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, we can do that for you. Um, all matters of diplomacy, I think, are up to you. So, pull out a ten-foot pole. You have a ten-foot pole. Oh yeah, that so, bag has all the classic adventures. Classic dungeoneering. Yeah, that's Bucket. amazing. Great. Yeah, can I help you get it on there, oh, buddy? Oh yeah, can you hold it too? As, feel as, like you, yeah. as I grab it, I'm casting light on the eyes, so the eyes glow bright, uh, you know, and epically. This yeah. is definitely gonna be an entrance. Max, can you help me uh, get this pole up the neck? <clears throat> uh, sure. Oh, here. Don't damage the bone. I want to keep it. Don't damage the skull. Yeah, I mean, you hear a satisfying, satisfying squish as you slide the head on. It's stuck so, on. Mm-hmm. Now you guys can carry it. You uh, got this, Rex? You want to carry it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just maintaining I'm, I'm sorry, light. I just saw the Roll20 chat. Uh... Yeah, so I'm just maintaining light on it, and uh, you can carry it, Thrax. Yes, uh, I will carry that. <laughs> uh, you guys, what do you haven't noticed before? Um, the heraldry here is a green flag. It's a forest green, and it has two narrow white triangles. One descending from the center top, the other rising from the center bottom, almost meet in the middle. Uh, here's a picture of it for you guys. It's a very simple looking uh, like flag. Of sorts. A stalagmite, stalactite of icicle? Yeah, pretty much. But uh, A little too minimalist for my taste. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, you know that the, the top triangle represents an icicle. Uh, th- it denotes the northerly location of Lonelywood, as is, I believe, the most northernmost town. Feels like it. <clears throat> and then to the south, the bottom triangle is an ivory horn representing the town's scrimshaw trade. Um, Grandma, are we going to the speaker right away? Or do you just want to walk through town? What are we going to do? We could do a lap. All right. And head to the speaker. Let people yeah. know that the beast that haunted them is no longer alive. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing a, a little lap. Uh, this place is really scenic. Uh, ain't too uh, many places we get this much uh, green, you know. Barry looking up at the trees. Absolutely, this, this is the greenest town yeah. of all ten towns, 100%. We'll take a lap with this head around town and then circle back to the speaker's house. All right, you come down from the northern... Ricky, could you maybe give us a tune on that there uh, instrument of yours that what Roland a... provided for you? <laughs> what <a laughs> <nice>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's Rags see. Carrying the head? Uh, yes, yes, I'll Almost carry it. Yeah, higher, higher, buddy. Hey, I, I got this high up in the air, don't worry. Yeah, go grab your Roland. Oh, yeah. we'll grab my, I'm not going to actually do that right now. Oh, I'll write it later and we can insert it. <laughs> Hello, people gonna... of Lonely Wood. We're the Pathwalkers and we've done good. We've killed this moose, we've saved your caboose. And now you're going to reward us. <laughs> 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 All right, well, it's hard to argue with that. Holy <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> Roll a performance check with advantage, actually. Alright. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Alright, one's an 18 plus 10. That's a 28. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you guys busting through the northern part of Lonewood along Meridualden. And you guys are banging. People are like, what the hell's going on? This town's not gi- that giant, so everyone's out looking at you guys. There's about 100 people in this town. And they're, like, outside the doors, like, what? what's going on? Like, loggers are coming out of the forest here and there and being like, the hell's going on? And they see the white moose head and... Pilgrim see... will cast Thaumaturgy as he starts singing, too, to really make that louder. All right. And, yeah, so people are coming out of the woods, stopping working. They see you guys parading with this giant moose head, and they know that that's the thing that's been killing the town. I see giant albino moose. It's pretty hard to miss. And you guys have this on a 10-foot pole hanging in the air. And people are, like, kind of clapping. And you guys make your way along the west part of Lonelywood, which is the basically the shore of Meriduolden. That's where most of the houses are. And since you guys are doing a lap, you go to the south part, which is almost like a tiny peninsula. You head to the east, hit those houses, turn around, come back, and you start heading back up the main road where the speaker's house is. Outside of the house, you see a little halfling who is holding a tray of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and you are the speaker, I presume? This one presumes? All right, hold on here. <laughs> let, me, let me get ready for this voice. Uh, nice to see you have a cookie, won't you? Um, they're holding the cookies forward? Yeah, in a big old tray. They are shaped like trees. Are there en- enough for all of us? Oh, there's like a whole sheet tray of them. Oh, yeah. Pilgrim will pass them out to the whole party. I would like one with green sprinkles. There are definitely green sprinkles. I don't want them. <laughs> it's so kind of you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. As Barry uh, is nibbling on it with his beak. TJ <laughs> uh, <laughs> shakes his head. It's very confused. Okay. Uh, Thrax just goes and grabs a cookie. Just any cookie that. Do you, do you want to talk about the beak? <laughs> the beak really threw me off. Why do you have a beak now? <laughs> he's, oh, a sea, a... he's a sea turtle. Yeah, sea turtle beak, you know? No, they don't have beaks. Okay. <laughs> it's a beak shaped. Beak shaped, you know? Turtle mouth. Okay. <laughs> you know when the turtles are younger and they say pizza, pizza, they kind of have that beak shape to them? Oh, no. No, they don't have beak shape. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Little baby turtles. Yeah, they do. Little baby turtles. Okay. Okay. I'm going to. Just you looked incredulous when he said beak. You <laughs> yeah, because yeah, all of a sudden I'm imagining a big yellow mouth that's starting to eat a cookie, pecking at it. <laughs> He's not big bird, dude. <laughs> I don't know. He's always changing things and going crazy. And he pulls sea off turtle. Bo- pulls off boots and he has a flip. I don't He's know. A sea turtle. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. <laughs> we eat the cookies. Yes. All right, the cookies are delicious. They're they're like happy little sugar cookies. Some are shaped Sweet. like trees. Some are shaped like halflings. Like she's. A little halfling woman. Does anyone bite the head off the halfling? Yeah, we eat the cookies. Okay. Well, my name is Nimsy Speaker Nimsy. Hello. Thank you so much for taking care of our moose problem, as I can see. Speaker Nimsy, call this one what you will. This one is the speaker of Goodmead. Ah, you're the one with the strange, the strange authorship on the uh, the Ten Towns uh, agreement for the moot. One could say that. Uh, and these are the Pathwalkers. Hello. Hello. Hey, nice to meet you. I'll introduce them all by name. It's a pleasure to meet each and every one of you. Pleasure this one to meet en- you too. Your, your town's pretty. This one enjoys your vibe. Well, I'm very glad that um, 
you know, I usually try to tempt adventures with cookies to <laughs> kill the moose. So I'm glad that you guys have already done the job. That makes me very, very happy. Well, this one would like to, um, A, um, well, first and foremost, thank you for the hospitality that you've provided, but also uh, inquire if there's um, any way that Good Mead and Lonely Wood could forge a more established relationship or a path between both places. And also, we as adventurers are curious if having taken out this moose uh, might proc some kind of reward. Oh, of course there's a reward. And good mead is nice and far away, and we don't get a lot of trade from nice and far away, so that'd be wonderful. I would actually love that. Well, you are very um, agreeable and amicable, and this one appreciates that. Well, we have wood. I can also trade wood for you, you know? We do have definitely a shit ton of wood. Pardon my French, but there is literally... We're surrounded by wood, as you can see. It's beautiful here. Hardwood, old wood, old growth wood. All the wood. Basically, the most wooden ten towns. Well, this one will be in contact with you, and looks forward to look. This one looks forward to speaking with you in the future. Um, however, this one would be irresponsible if this one didn't speak for the adventurers who took out the dread moose that besieged your town, besieged your people, and caused many a blight against the lovely village of uh, Lonelywood, and this one believes they deserve the reward. Oh, don't you worry. I was getting to that, Sonny. It's all good. Now, I have an offer for you. I'm... I... Have you heard about the nasty business at the Ramshackle? Come again. Is a, a short stop and a sudden drop? <laughs> that is a very, very eloquent way of putting it. I think I'll remember that to tell visitors when they come here. That is perfect. Um, yes, so I can either offer you a thousand gold pieces or the ramshackle. Can you give us a moment? Absolutely. Take your time. Pilgrim's there's cookies here, a- plenty of cookies. Uh, there's some coffee over there. Have, help yourselves. Pilgrim's going to call a huddle. We get in a huddle. The camera's classic looking <laughs> upward at all of us. You can see us all, all our faces, kind of equal amount of camera space. Head all right. Head. What do our finances look like right now? Um, that would almost double our finances right now. Yes, but we do it have... also a, double our properties. We have another property. We could make a chain property. We could increase our profits over time. It would make the wolf tribe seem less, uh, angry and killers if we're running good businesses in town, uh, And I feel like Grimm could really help your politicking. Yes, we might be able to... for wood, sell and we got a place here. People do trust politicians who own a lot of property in different areas. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's like most politicians. You've got a couple places you need to stay at. I think the ramshackle is a clear choice. Barry? Yeah. Agreed. We'll take the ramshackle. Oh, that's excellent news. Well, because, you know, I'm going to have to buy meat and things like that with the gold, so that's actually works great for me. Don't worry about the meat. Um, so tonight, um, you know what, um, tonight feel free, uh, luckily I will hold you, um, Overnight, uh, we can have everyone move the wood out of the ramshackles, just being used for storage now. And, um, well, gee whiz, this is great. Uh, it's great to have uh, the place back open uh, under less uh, dark circumstances. And there's no, um, just pardon me, but there's no haunting, uh, no spirits, no specters or geists. 
Oh, Any other thought? Not okay. at all. Just wanted to make sure. There's just a... Uh, what did you say, Skid? Uh, quick. Uh, a short stop and a sudden drop? Short stop and a sudden drop. That's all that happened. That's correct. Uh, did you investigate the matter at all? Well, of course we did. It's... I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a hanging. And she'll kind of lean closer to you guys. You know Lonelywood has vagabonds and such living in the forest? I, I, excuse this one? So in the forest, you know, this is where shady things occasionally happen because we're the furthest away from civilization, so to speak. But just to let you know, of course he hung himself, but there are people in town who think he was killed by his associates. Or former friends, or whatever you want to call them. But either way, they're not involved here. We don't really have that much crime around here. So the shady dealings happen in the forest. And there's not a lot we can do to stop that. Well, hopefully our presence in the future will deter such rumors from being valid. I certainly hope so. Cookie? Yeah, I have enough for one. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaker, this one's curious and not to be judgmental or pry too deeply into the own doings and happenings of Lonely Wood. However, this one's curious. Is employment um, at a good rate currently? Yes, I mean, most everyone here is either a fisherman or fell in trees. Woodworking. There's tons of woodworking. We make the best trim shawls in the ten towns. If you had to guess, would anyone be willing to perhaps man the ramshackle if we were to clean up the situation? I could think of a few people. Um, I'd have to contact them, but yes, absolutely. You see, there's a certain wanderlust in this group that prevents us from settling down permanently in any one area. Hence the path walking. Ah, that makes perfect sense, actually, now that I think about it. Um, well, shall we check out the ramshackle and then... <clears throat> we, sh we should check that out. Uh, perhaps clean anything up that might need cleaning. We're well, using it for lumber storage, so she's going to help us get it out of there, but yeah. Uh, she hands you the keys. You guys have a set of keys to Sick. the ramp. Sick! I'll toss the keys over to Skid. Yank! I can make some copies once we get some more animal fat. And, um... Is the speaker's in front of us? Yeah, it's tiny little happening. Uh, what happened at this ramshackle before, if you could just tell us so we know what we're dealing with? Close it in, and then the innkeeper hung himself. For no reason, or just... Well, like I said, it's either hung himself or was murdered by his former associates or something because there's, you know, there's shading dealings, shady dealings in the forest. That's stuff I can't really... That's out of my control at that point. Okay. I'm just, just curious if anything was found, some sort of symbols on the ground or anything like that. Uh, nope, just a body hanging from a rope from the rafter. Cookie? You know what? I will take another cookie. Thank you. To the ramshackle, and uh, Pilgrim will bow deeply. Uh, this one looks forward to seeing you at the meeting of the speakers. It's a pleasure to meet you. And she'll hand you a little doggy bag full of cookies. Um, I and wonder if these cookies are okay. <laughs> no, they're they're. You definitely know they're yeah. regular cookies. She just likes baking. She's obsessed with baking cookies for everyone. Um, so you have a fresh bag of baked cookies. Uh, she hands you that. She's like this is like an old lady halfling. Um, she's got white hair, curly. Um, has an apron on. Uh, has like the oven mitts kind of tucked away to the side. 
I pictured her as the Oracle from the Matrix, and I'm not changing my mind. Well, that's mm-hmm. fine too. That's Same. Fine. I like. I like Same. that. I refuse to change that image. I saw her as uh, the Nim from The Secret of Nim. Oh yeah, that's oh, fair. Okay, yeah, there we go. As Mrs. Mimsy. Yeah, Mimsy. Yeah. <laughs> hey Drax, let's get that head down and back in the bag, okay? Yeah, sure. Pull it down, take that off. And let me clean that blood off of the uh, the pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll head to the ramshackle. You guys head to the ramshackle. You open the doors. Uh, first thing you see is that there's a decent amount of lumber in the, in the main room. The main room is massive. It is large enough to hold a tree. So it's like you're looking at like a 20 foot, 30 foot long, like longhouse style uh, main floor. Uh, there's a bar on the one side. Um, there's a lot of common tables that have been pushed to the walls and chairs stacked on top of them. Uh, there's a small kitchen off to the other side, uh, to the behind the bar, basically. And it looks like it's kitchen, storage, etc. Uh, there's a massive fireplace on the north end. And there's also a stairway that goes upstairs. Upstairs you have eight private rooms. And each of them are still furnished, but, you know, dusty. That hasn't been touched in quite some time. So a lot of the, there's a pretty thick layer of dust across everything. And there's, you know, kind of wood shavings, etc. Just from some of the splinters coming upstairs, etc. This place is sick! Nothing that a little love could cure or fix. Well, what would be a better name? Uh, people might not want to come here since uh, the, the hanging. Do you have an idea, Thrax? I do not. That isn't my forte. Well, instead of bringing the moose to the nerves rest, it makes more sense to put it here. It's in Lonelywood. I get working on it. It could be some moose related. Or like, I don't know, antlers or moose or like... You're safe now, stuff like thinking about that, you know? This one's curious if it'd be interesting to call it Welcome Wood. What the fuck does that mean? Welcome Wood, Lonely Wood. Oh, welcome! Welcome Wood. Welcome Wood. Sounds a little hacky. Just first. First. <laughs> first stabs. Um, There's no hanging guy, though? No, That's, no. They, the, they took care the of The body's been removed okay. a long time ago. I didn't yes. know. Oh, what about rack and ale? We can stew on this one for a while. What about the moose and mead? I like that. It's not bad. Antler's Ale House. It's it's not a bar, it's an inn, but we could install. <laughs> There's a bar right in here in the downstairs. Right. Oh, like the moose's final rest or something, since you're resting? Mm. The moose's rest? Yeah. The moose's reprise? The mooses, yeah. We can think about this, perhaps off air. Um, <laughs> is there anything else in Lonelywood that any of you wish to do? Not really. Hate to burn too much daylight, thinking of names. No, it was almost like perfect, and the speaker was so nice. I feel like we're good. Supplies, fishing. Scrim Shander, what's that? Scrim boat, boat, a boat. boat. I thought it was painting. It's boats? No, Bo- then probably not for us then. Scrimshaw is carving in bones, right? It is. Yeah. They made a boat of a bone? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Dinosaur bone? I don't know, I guess. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I have to go check that out. They do a lot of bone work, and they have the fa- some of the fastest scrimshaws. Because it's not made of... And they also have wood, obviously. But they do boning lays. A lot of that kind of stuff. We could just go south to Big City, you think? Barry? 
Yeah, I don't know. This is a this is a fine place, but I don't know. I don't have too much more in here. Well, well, first of all, maybe we we put a help wanted sign on here. Yes, we'll leave your inquiries within, and then when we come back, we'll have a list of candidates. Sure. This one could send letters to to Goodmead and to Tremeline as well. Tremeline, sorry, and to Lonely Wood, and um, that can be taken care of. And the speaker seems that they'll have someone cleaning it out, and it'll be well taken care of. Well, maybe before we leave, I, I know we it's early. We, we barely walked here. We need to clean this uh, this moose head so it doesn't keep rotting and leave it here because it's too large to fit anywhere else. It's in the bag of holding and it doesn't age in the bag oh, of holding. Okay. That was pretty fucking cold. It's going to take a long time for it to degenerate. I was going to do that either the next time we rested or the next time we got a place if we were going to stay here. So yeah, we'll quickly get that done soon for sure. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so you guys head out. Leave, uh, leave the... If you're cool with that, Ricky. Yes, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um... Yeah, and we'll just maybe, you know, write up a help on a time, tell the speaker we were heading out, just like, hey, we're, we'll yeah. be back soon. Just, speaker yeah. has a fresh baked tray of cookies again. Yeah. Cool. Speaker, could you collect names just for people to sign up for working and cleaning this place for us? Oh, I have an idea of people, and they'll they'll be in after their job. I'm sure some of them will be happy to not be out in the cold every day cutting wood, but, you know. Some of them might be a little tougher to break because, you know, they like their job. But either way, I'll, I'll have someone. Don't worry about it. We'll see you soon. Thank you very much. I'll see you next week, Pilgrim. Shit, it's a week away. Indeed. This one looks forward to it. He's going to mark that on his calendar that doesn't exist. <laughs> so uh, before we leave, uh, Barry fe- seems a bit indecisive. Uh, he's just going to say, uh, we, uh, Could you give me like five minutes? Ten minutes. I'll be right back. I I, I just want to... I'm going to hit the lake real quick. You got to go shit or something. Probably. Uh, you, you going solo? You want any company? You no, good? I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm just heading to uh, the uh, mayor, uh, Dualden, just real quick. Okay. Check that out. Look at the lake for a few minutes. Gaze out. And just kind of like think. Yeah, while you're, while, while you're looking at the lake... Yeah, I'm, I'm mostly looking out the lake, looking into my own head and remembering, thinking, gazing out, then come back. Okay, Talk but also it. something while you're out looking at the water, something catches your eye, the happy scrimshander. Um, you do see a giant, uh, on like the sign itself, you see like basically a giant needle and stuff like that, and it's very colorful. The sign itself, if you wanted to pop in there very quickly. Like pop in that place, Evan. <sighs> Should probably pop in there. Sure, sure, I'll pop in there. You pop in. There's a human woman who's a bit doughy, as is described. Uh, she's got brown hair, a little bit older. And inside, you see inks and rainbows of colors, wax used to seal engravings, etc., and a array of shapes and sizes of knives and needles. This is something that this store specializes in. You got a beautiful place here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This is my wonderful inkistry, I suppose you'd call it. I don't really have a better word for it. Well, uh, 
we're gonna be need to furnish in uh, a new place, so uh, I'm gonna head out of town for a minute, but uh, name's Barry, Barry Paca, and uh, you probably don't recognize me, but um, would you, no, um, no offense to cut you off, would you mind if I took a look at um, your arm? Yeah, sure. And like she's gonna look at your tattoos. Sure. And when you look at her, you realize that she's sleeved up as well. She's got she's got sleeves of what looks like a lot of uh, almost tribal uh, water based uh, seafaring based Nordic almost symbols all over her arms. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get those? I did that myself. Really? Absolutely. There's a lot of detail here. You've been uh, and yours. Or where'd you get yours done? Oh, I'm all, I did it myself, and a few people helped me. But yeah. And what's your name? Sorry, my apologies. I haven't asked that yet. I'm sorry, uh, Barry Parker. Uh, run a shop out of uh, Bryn. Excellent. My name's Iris Cree. Iris. Iris Cree. Yeah, Iris is fine for short. Iris is fine for short. Yeah. Extend my flipper. She extends her hand. Like she does have. You tell when you shake her hand that she's got like, kind of a meatiness to her forearm that like you know that she's done steady work for a long time i thought you were gonna say she also had a flipper yeah she also had you know, she pulls out her one arm and it's a flipper maybe uh next time i'm back we could uh you know i could give you some ink or uh hang out a little bit i love that and you know what um fuck it actually you know um here take this with you and she'll give you the rojibiv mm. colors of inks cool And he kind of like, uh, in a kind of like uh, melancholy way, gives her like a half smile and a warm look in the eyes. And uh, well, real nice to meet you. Uh, it's a great town. She'll kind of point out a finger. Keep inking. Thanks. Walks out, heads back to the crew. All right, you join up with the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. You guys are at the eastern part of Lonelywood. What you guys doing? Timeline. Yep, let's do it. Let's grab our two axe beaks, right? We have them somewhere. I don't remember. Uh, you guys walked this two-hour walk. Yeah, I think we dropped short. them off at Termaline. Is that where we dropped them off? I think so. Did we just ride through there? I think I just bla- you guys just blasted through. Yeah, yeah. we blasted through Termaline. Yeah, wherever. We have X speaks or we don't. This two-hour walk, one-hour riding. Who cares? Take your pick. Well, we got to bring them with us. I'm not just leaving them out. Mm. No, there's companies in every town. Mm. All right, then we leave them here in Lonelywood. Yeah, you guys left them, I believe, actually, outside, like, the Happy Scrim Shander. Or either the Lucky I think the Lucky Liar, actually. Hey. Right, we can ride. If we got him, let's go. Well, only two of us have them. And we can walk together. Yeah. We'll just walk. Fuck it. Hey, All Barry, right. did you see a, a Saurus in the lake? No, uh, it was pretty peaceful, actually, but uh, I did remember that. I didn't see any. Yeah, a Scruplesaurus. I really want to see it. Did run into a fellow uh, inker, though, uh... I don't know if she did it, but, uh, you know, she had some beautiful ink on her. Well, you guys like trade, ever? Yeah, maybe. Her name's, her name's Iris. She's right on the boardwalk there. Uh, we'll probably see her again. Cool, cool. And we'll head to Termaline. All right, once again, um, the ground is uh, not too, it's pretty well-traveled because it's a very short walk, so... Who between these towns, you know, the wood trade happens pretty regularly to Termaline. Termaline is the nicest of all of ten towns in terms of fanciness. It is the holiday destination spot for everyone. However, it is brutally cold because the winds from the north now that the uh, 
Frostman has taken over, breezed through this town effortlessly, and it is a very, uh, it's bitter cold, but bitterly beautiful, I guess. You guys head up through the... You said last time there's like more like statue work and like, uh, you know, <coughs> like sort of artistic creations around this area and had sort of like a, a magical vibe to it. Not magical, but like arcanic vibe, I suppose. Yeah, so like on a lot of the buildings and everything, um, they incorporate carvings of wizards, homunculi, yeah. tigers, and smiling de jinn. There we go. The jinn. Mm-hmm. And so everyone here is dressed... Super warm, but again, when you get there, it is very picturesque. You have Meridual on to the left, to the west of the town itself. Um, we'll move you guys into the town so you can see it's what it looks like here. This population is somewhere between 600 and 1,000 people. It is a larger town, and this is kind of a hoity-toity uh, techn- like area. Is this the most French town? Yes, and also there, you know that uh, you know that they're. Main thing is that they have massive gem mines. So, like, this place is money incarnate. You guys head in from the north, from Lonelywood to Lonelywood. Uh, you see the main path going to the east, which heads to the gem mines. Straight south of you, along the Mare du Alden, right south of you, is the Blue Clam. The Blue Clam is a dockside tavern uh, where the fishers of Tremeline typically finish their days. Uh, you would also know that, yeah, I would say even riding through, you know that on the east part of town is called the east side. That's the inn. Uh, that's where most visitors in town stay. And the looks from the outside, uh, it looks like separate houses turn out to be a single structure with the room connecting it. Mostly stone built buildings, wood. Uh, it's, a, it's a mix of both. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the. Uh, but more ornate. Ornate you know, stuff is yeah. is wood, uh, but then they're also like very very nice carved out stone, um, and everything's a lot of things are ordained with uh, gems out of reach, but like there, um, usually not expensive, but just to be showy. However, if you do see some of the major buildings, you do see some very seriously decked out buildings in terms of like you know large fences even and uh, like tiered houses with. A giant opal in the center of uh, the top tower. Thrax, it looks like if you enjoy fine dining, this might be your place. This might be more expensive than uh, anywhere else. True. Do we notice a... Um, could always do dishes. <laughs> more, like, racially? Is it? Do we see a lot of dwarves? Do we see a lot of stonecutters? Or is it evenly dispersed like a lot of the other ten towns? Are there more humans, dwarves, elves? Or is it not easy to tell? Uh... Is there's a large amount of dwarves? Yeah, but um, but it is generally a of healthy mix of people. You would actually know the town speaker here, uh, Speaker Oris. He's a half orc. Oh yeah. Speaker Oris. Speaker Orcus. O R C U S. Orc. Orcus. And like if uh, you dug his history a little bit, even asking around town, you'd know that he's the child of half orc adventures that were pretty well known. Barry, you said you had some stuff here that you were looking forward to, right? Yeah, I was just gonna poke around like I did in Brynn about, uh, you know, looking for some uh, major arcanists and uh, as little as uh, 
See if they got any. Just I don't know. Check their historical archives. Do a little. Just sounds big. A little research if I could. Uh, I don't know. It never hurts. Yeah, it's been a minute. Barry, if you go to the library, this one will join you. I think this one thinks the speaker's probably plenty busy and can wait. And this one will do that on their own. Thrax, Skid, what is it that you wish to do here? Um, I mean, I want to start working on that moose, to be honest. Um, as far as time, I don't know, maybe go down to the docks, as people have ever seen a dinosaur. Yes, let's go see if there's a dinosaur. <laughs> good task. It's a good task. Ricky, what are you, uh, what are you feeling? Well, to be honest with you, on our way in, we passed a bar. I'm probably going to just post up there and, you know, maybe sing some songs. Or I could get drunk. One or the other. Something's going to happen, and it's going to be great. Tomato tomorrow. The closest you've played yourself as a character, you know that, right? Yes, I know. Okay. Hey, do you, have you been making progress on the Swing and the Fox song? Because now we saw him again. I feel like that could be another verse. I know. I wrote a little bit down in my notes, and it's, you know, it's, it's a harder one. A swinger doesn't really rhyme with that much, and a fox is like... What do I rhyme that with if I don't want to sound like a Dr. Sayers, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Sayers. Dr. Sayers. It's a, a popular children's author in, uh, from Faerun, but uh, sometimes the novels make their way up here. I and remember a, a song about Dr. Sayers. The novels are very well known. Yes. But anyway, you know... Uh, I don't want to be impatient. I just was so excited to see him again today. Yes, I, I was too. It, uh, you know, I, I needed to keep playing my song, but um, I'm glad that I gave Barry a little gift and uh, we can all just uh, relate to each other on a, at least a, a whimsical scale. Have a nice good time. Uh, just, you know, just, just chill out for a second after a, a harsh moment of beating down, getting our asses kicked. So then, if we're all going separate ways, do you guys want to meet back at the inn, at the bar, or...? Bar. It seems like Ricky will be there for a while. Yeah. The blue clamor. Seems like a good meeting point. Cool, cool. Then, uh, good luck. Be safe. Keep your eyes out. Likewise. Yeah. You do, buddy. Walk your paths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should clean this at the lake, probably. Yeah, if we find a good spot. It's going to take long, though. We don't want to be weird. We'll see. Maybe we'll do it when we rest tonight. It's just... Ask people if they've seen the Saurus. All right, so you guys go and split up and go your separate ways throughout the town. Do, 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 do. It's bad time. It's bad time. Let's go away. It's bad time. Hey there, fans of Rare Studios. Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the Wayrat Discord. Talk with other listeners and the Wayrat crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at WayratStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Alright, back to Skid. You guys head to the docks area. So you guys are coming from the north still. Uh, it's very easy. You're basically following the lake itself anyways. Uh, you pass by the Blue Clam. That's where Ricky... Uh, we'll jump back to you in a moment. That's where you pop into as you pass the Blue Clam. And you guys head south of <laughs> the dock. second time. <laughs> Evan continues just spilling himself all night. Oh, God. Is that beer or monster? 
Guinness. Oh, it's a Guinness. Okay. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll just be if there are people out and about, just um, be asking about two things. We'll be asking if they've seen a reptile-like creature in the lake, and if there's a taxidermist in town. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a taxidermist in town. Um, this area is kind of has a lot of services here. Uh, it's you know one of the major service areas because you get basically anything you want here. Uh, friendliness, very nice. Comfort, so everyone wants to talk to you. They have no problem talking to strangers. They kind of welcome you to town. Let's go get serviced. No, can I ask about the service first? Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys head down along the uh, Mare du Alden, and um, you do hear rumors of like, oh yeah, uh, someone's seen like a strange thing. Uh, it's kind of like the legend of the Loch Ness monster. So, like in the in the fogs, occasionally or in the snow, you can kind of see this head pop up that's, you know, uh, doesn't make sense to the local populace and it's like kind of a local legend. Cool. Um, after talking to some people, Skittle asked Thrax to go to him to like the base of the lake and uh, he'll put out a, a bit of fur and he'll cast the spell uh, Locate Animals and I'll describe the Plesiosaurus and uh, concentrating on the voice of nature and your surroundings, you learn the direction and distance, the closest creature or plant of that kind within five miles, and if any are present. If he's do as he's doing that, Thrax will be like, if you find it, should we get a boat or something to go out there? No, no, I just want to know if it's out there. Uh, roll D100. Twenty. Twenty? Uh, you do not sense uh, any sort of dinosaur-ish creature out there. Hold the magic for a little bit long and then look down dejected. Okay, we can go get service now. <laughs> yeah, let's go to see what this town has. Uh, okay. Thrax, you turn around and in a window along the shop of the Merdualdon is a clear window that says, uh, come on, name, um, Termaline treats, and there's a uh, bunch of cakes in the window, and uh, they're very nice looking. Uh, it looks like a wedding, some wedding cakes, etc. Um, but it looks like there's love, things of that nature in there. You know what might be nice? <laughs> Getting a nice cake for everyone tonight. Oh, Drax, that's such a nice thought. Yeah, so let's check it out at least. Maybe they have a cake that looks like the dinosaur. Maybe, maybe. Let's go. Uh, all right, yeah, entertain Thrax's whimsy for now. Uh, yeah, you guys head in. Um, the bell rings. Um, it's very nice. Everything's made of nice wood. Um, this is kind of the uh, what you should ex- what you can expect from most of the shops and homes in this town. Uh, very nice hardwood. Uh, everything has ornate carvings on it. Uh, even the area where there'd be or what we would know as the cash register kind of thing. Uh, that's the main shelf, and everything is very ornately done. And a uh, man in a, uh, the uh, chef's cook, the, the tall hat, Perfect. is uh, standing behind uh, the counter. Hello there. Uh, never been in a store like this. Uh, oh, what would you, do you have treats here, cakes we can get? I, I don't know how to do this. No offense, but I have never been asked for a cake by an orc and a goblin before. This is incredible. What kind of cake would you look for? Well, uh, 
we were looking for the serpent in the lake, the, the dinosaur, so if you had any that looked like that, perhaps, uh, so we at least found some dinosaur-shaped thing. A dinosaur-shaped cake. That's brilliant. I could make that. I could definitely make that. Well, uh, I think that would make my friend here very happy as I put my hand on Skid's uh, shoulder. Um, yeah, five gold, and I'll have it done for you in about six hours. There you go. Sure, sure, sure. Give wow. five gold. Dinosaur cake. He's like kind of rumin- he's <laughs> ruminating on it. He's got his finger to his chin. He's like, hmm, dinosaur cake. And uh, he's like, well, thank you. I'll see you guys in a few hours. It'll be done by tonight. Sure. What, what's your name? <coughs> oh, uh, Cakey. No, 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 I'm vetoing. No, I'm vetoing. Thank you, Cakey. Do you know Shrubby? (laughs) I don't know any Shrubby, but I do know how to make cakes. Yeah, do you know the the captain of the guard, Swarty, Axie? (laughs) Thank you so much, Cakey. Yes, thank you, Cakey. We'll be back. Hey, we gotta do some other things. You know what a taxidermist is? Yeah, the thing that uh, basically makes the bodies of animals not dead-ish kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, where is it at? Uh, just to the east. All right, thanks. We'll head east. We'll head to the taxidermist. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> the name of this taxidermist. It's Taxi. Taxi. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys walk into the taxidermist? Yes. There is a very old man with giant bifocals on. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, welcome, gentlemen. How could I help you? We have a remarkably large decapitated moose head. We want to strip it of its flesh and muscle and make it skull-like, and we want to display it somewhere. You want me to remove all the skin and fur and everything? Just yeah, have make, a skull? Yeah, make it like a skeleton and make it clean and nice and no leftover guck. Okay. Wait, wait. And Drax leans down. Should we remove all the skin? It might look cool as it is, right? Or no? Oh, oh like a like a proper taxidermy. Yes. That oh. might be really cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, no, we can keep that stuff. <laughs> can you make it look good, though? We don't want it to... Uh, what's that thing that happens to old things? Uh, decaying and rotting. Yeah, that's what, the thing it, it, I stop it from doing. Yeah, can I just show you and maybe you tell us, you know, if you could do it? Sure thing. And he bends over and takes some effort to leverage these uh, massive moose head out of the bag. Oh, it's the white moose head. You've killed it. Oh, it's great news. Yeah, we basically saved Lonelywood. Yes. You're welcome. Well, basically, drain and stuff this thing for you. Don't worry about it. Oh, perfect, perfect. Good idea, Thrax. Good. Do you have a plaque you could put it on for us? Sure thing. Um, this is a great service. How much gold will it cost? Oh, I'll do it for free. You help the town. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Uh... Do you perhaps accept a tip for your services? Oh, certainly. Give him five gold pieces. There you go, young man. Hot diggity damn five gold pieces. Buy a real nice cake with that. Yes, go see Cakey. I can't wait to get my hands in this moose head. All right, uh, (laughs) how long will this take? (laughs) It'll take about six hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Does he have any taxidermy for sale? Oh, there's like uh, like uh, most animals you could think of. Yeah. Uh, if there's any mice, 
taxidermy where they're like uh, wearing There's... clothes and acting like humans, I would love to purchase. Oh, something like that. With like little suits on? Yes. Uh, that seems like a really specific <laughs> ass brother. Specific I'm saying if that's there, if right. it exists. Right. Yeah, if they happen to have any taxidermy TJ, church you mice. You got a fucking cake shop. You roll, shut your mouth. Roll you green D100. Ass, dude. If there, if there is, if Fievel goes west, is there? <laughs> I will take him. That is a one. Yeah. No. There's, there's you a whole a one. There's a I whole a one, number one. There's a whole menagerie of. Mice and rats and little suits, and he's got them arranged at like a giant carnival in the corner of the room. Actually, it's right in the side of the room. It's the main. It's the main focus of the entire room. Uh, yeah, I I look for a nice rat, like two rats doing. I, I don't know, playing games at the carnival. Okay, uh, yeah, I... enjoying themselves or eating treats. Do you? Okay, you have one where. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have one. That's wearing a uh, red suit and a top hat. The top hat is uh, extended from his head on a little uh, pick, so it looks like it's flying off, and he's got a big hammer in his hand, and he's hitting a whack-a-mole. And uh, the other person is uh, in a... The other person... The other mouse is in a uh, blue polka dot dress, uh, clapping its hands together, and it has a big bound on. Yeah, I buy both of those. <laughs> I buy both of those. <laughs> All right. Four silver. <laughs> oh, here is a whole gold. Thank oh, you. Oh, gee whiz, another gold. Yes. Uh, <laughs> see you in six hours. All yes. right, let's get out of here. Yep. Um, <laughs> Thrax, I'll catch up with you. I got to ask him one last question, okay? Sure. Let's get go up to him and wait till Thrax leaves and then gradually pull something from like the side of his robes and it's just a fat. Please don't kill me. It's a dead, it's just a dead <laughs> rat. <laughs> <gasps> no, 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 no. <laughs> this is my friend Bones. And you just see Bones is rigid and frozen oh, and dead. Oh, no. Like, is this too late? This happened a long time ago. Just, could you work on him or no? I'll put it over by the fire and thaw it out. Okay, thank you. Oh, so gnarly. Bones. <clears throat> Go back with Thrax. <laughs> you, guys, you guys leave the tag. You handled that well, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? As clean as it could be. <coughs> dead since the first time we saw those wolves. Right, but I mean, just passing over your, you know, never mind. <laughs> Eternally stuffed. <laughs> All right, so you guys, uh, do you guys have anything else you want to do around the docks or anything like that? Whatever. I want to comment real quickly. When you said taxidermy, I just realized how many taxidermy vermin my dad has in our house back at home. Really? He has a groundhog. He has an armadillo. He oh. has a skunk. He has a couple birds. He has a lot of taxidermy. Uh, a deer head. That shit was not done in six hours, by the way. But it's fine. This it's guy's magic. good. This guy's he's good. good. He's better he's than fucking good. the guy we know in Missouri. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of taxidermy shit in my house. As you said that, I realized that we have a rooster. Oh, what? Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool, actually. I just think of the Ace Ventura 2 scene. That's a lovely It's not like that. No. Not in danger of fucking This is a lovely house of death. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that scene. <laughs> Sorry. After he screams, yeah. too. It's fucking awesome. All right. So anything else you guys want to do about next? Anything for you? No. Um, no. If if we have six hours to kill, though, uh, I think Skid would do what he uh, did in, I think, Targos and, and spend eight hours to cast plant growth. Um, 
and if you do it over the eight hour span, you, you basically enrich the land, all plants in a half mile radius center at that point um, become enriched for a year, and the plants yield twice the normal amount of food when harvested. All right. So I'd want to go somewhere in the center of town. How, how big is the radius? Um, a half mile. Okay, cool. Uh, and I guess I would just tell Thrax, I'm going to go stand in the trees for a while, cast this spell. Um, uh, I'll come watch. Okay, it's going to take a long time. It's fine. I'll, I've got something I can do. Perfect, perfect. I, I sit on the stump. I pull out my paddle ball and get to work. We go to a center part where I feel like it would reach a lot of the forest and write some druidic and, and meditate and think about um, everything that's happening with the Awakened and uh, cast Pankrof. Uh, uh, miles like 3,000 something feet, right? 5,628, I believe. Whoa. Yeah, you're exactly right. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, good call, right. man. Uh, I, I also wait, said Wait, what the, the fuck? Uh, yeah, okay, real quickly. Yeah, hey, wait, TJ. <laughs> I remember that because I remember the Titans. Uh, you know, sometimes you know a thing. I <laughs> set came up, from the uh, punch bowl. I put uh, the taxidermy mice in front of me as I'm uh, paddle balling. Jesus yes, Christ! For six hours. Yeah, people walking by are staring at this orc paddle balling with two taxidermy mice. In front of <laughs> Goblin just like zonked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's uh, it. Then we're good. Yeah, the whole the whole Todd's only I think uh, it's about like tw- uh, two thousand feet long. So yeah, he covers a significant portion of it. Uh, up to like the fourth, the whole town actually. But I did just measure it. It basically covers the the town pretty perfectly. Yeah, it was right around. And it was right around t- like thirteen hundred in each direction. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and if that's oh, yeah. the best way, that's perfect. <clears throat> or if it's to go in the wood, whatever. But yeah, that's what he'll be doing. All right, cool. Love it. Uh, next up, let's do Pilgrim and Barry. You guys are heading to the library. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, you guys head to the east side of town. Uh, it's kind of close to the speak, uh, the town hall, uh, which is doubles as speaker's house. Uh, it's on the east side, near the east side, I suppose. Um, we'll call it uh, this building that I'm flashing out to you on the east side of town. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks for coming with, Traveler. Uh, I thought uh, from what you said in the past, you uh, don't have much interest in your past. This one doesn't travel to the library to find out this one's own past. This one finds many paths in the library that have been well-trodden, and this one's interested in them. That's, that's true. All right. I dig that. And you'll join this one in the speaker's house afterwards. It's They seem to be linked together. They're the same building? Uh, what? The, you said the, li- the library and the... Uh, uh, the east side is just north of where you guys are. Right, right. But I'm saying, like, you. oh, the east side is where the, the speaker yeah. is. It's I'm hard sorry. to say east. Those, no, so there's the east side of the I'm city. Sorry. Yeah. There's a place called the east side. There's the east side of the city, but the town hall is just to the west of the of where you guys are. I misunderstood you. I got you. Yep. So you guys are passing by. The, the town hall is the large building right in the center of the map in the center Did, of town. I'll just point out to Barry and ask him if he'll join <laughs> yeah. you know, me at the speakers later. Absolutely. So yeah, this, this large town that I'm flat, this gotcha. large building in the middle, this right in the center of town is, is the town hall. So you guys head to the library. Uh, outside of it, you see engraved. This is a large wooden building with a stone foundation. Um, outside of it, you see uh, termaline tomes, public access to the town's history. They're written in smaller print under that. And you guys enter through great, uh, like large, uh, uh, that, that is not the right word, uh, 
large, uh, basically emblazoned doors with uh, jewels, etc. Uh, so there's nice carving. Uh, you see the carvings itself are basically books fluttered open across the doors. And you guys open the doors and enter to this great large room. The room has shelves of books. It looks like they have some sort of uh, decimal system. Um, and everything is organized very nice. And it's a very clean place. There's a place to sit. And there's also like a little uh, a little refreshment station, I would say, uh, to purchase small drinks while you read. Anyone manning the library? Uh, yeah, there's there's someone like at the checkout desk. <laughs> I guess we'd call it that. A librarian? Yeah, absolutely. What a dope job. Um, you want to split up, buddy, or uh, you want to just meet back? Uh, this is a pretty central area, right where we walked in. We just want to meet back here at, uh, I don't know. If you Walk your over. path. Yeah, sounds good. I'm going to kind of disappear and go looking, looking for some information. Okay. I'm really hoping Barry gets himself into a page master mini quest. <laughs> the book opens and sucks you. Um, <laughs> what exactly are you looking for? Um, first of all, uh, what I've searched before, um, if there's any of these cases of memory loss with, that are recorded within the Ten Towns, um, you know, I'm just so intrigued by the Traveler's thing and, and anything about... Basically, I'm trying to research anything about memory loss, anything about this paths or anything and and there might still be nothing but i found nothing so far but it's it's like anything i can to try to you know um yeah to try to discover stuff about about the traveler really all right well they have uh in the middle of the room uh, at one of the larger tables they have a reference book the dale decimal Des- dale decimal system dale decimal <laughs> yeah they uh, so it's very easy and or it's very organized, and so you are able to find uh, a plethora of books. Let's see how many you find 17 books on memory loss. Uh, come, some are tomes, some are shorter books, some are kind of uh, uh, guides to help stop memory loss, uh, etc. Cool, yeah. I'm, again, um, there is a few subjects I'm trying to research, so I guess I'm not going to devote it all to just memory loss, okay, but um. Within that, basically the main ones are uh, Shardolin, like, and Shardolin especially as a power source. Barry, in his mind, is thinking all the Shardolin is being g- gathered as a fuel to build something, to build some kind of beast or dragon or something like that. In his mind, he thinks it's a power source, so he's trying to investigate it. Shardolin, Shardolin's a power source. Um, anything about the Pilgrim. And then uh, the very last thing, if there's a record of deaths in Mieradolden, that lake, if there's ever been a death record of it. Okay. Those are the three things. All right, so uh, we'll start at the top here. Shardland, you find nothing on it. Okay. Uh, you see it mentioned. Uh, there's in the basic newspaper archives. Mm-hmm. You definitely see it mentioned here and there. Uh, when, say, talking about berserkers, uh, the things that you fought uh, that had the child from uh, Care Dinevel um, trapped. Mm-hmm. So you, you do see mentions of this in the newspapers. Uh, it's not an uncommon sight. Uh, what you get from the gist of it is that people driven mad by Shardolin. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what you get. But the, pretty general, nothing crazy, it's, nothing yeah, specific. It'd be like it'd be pulling out the newspaper yeah. and, and reading about it there. It, mm-hmm. That's that's about the extent of the information. Yep. There's no like uh you know uh, scholarly books or journals about exactly. uh, Shardolin itself. Nothing deep. Uh, it hasn't, nothing. Really, it hasn't been really researched and really people just tend to stay away from it because they know it can cause madness. Sure. Yeah, nothing buried. So, like, research is considered dangerous. Absolutely. 
uh, the memory loss. Are you looking for anything specific about that? Really, just if there's any other of these um, cases in the ten towns about um, about uh, you know about uh, memory loss. Really, if there's been any of these documented cases of, of people who uh, just have memory loss, and uh, if there's any if there's anything more than the norm, I guess with it, you know, but. It might be a kind of a hard thing to research. I completely get it. I'll say like a majority of the research uh, looks at uh, people in their later years mm-hmm. and memory loss of, of aging, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there are some other ones I would say that uh, kind of involve uh, being like uh, dealt blows to the head. Uh, and then perhaps, let's see here. Let me roll for this real quick. There's, uh, you know, some more radical things suggesting like... Uh, Let's say like a collective unconscious, like Carl Jung style, where it's like uh, the idea of memories of things or uh, the ability to have memories of something in a different body. Mm. Anything about the gods uh, meddling with memory or erasing memory? Oh, absolutely. Like in yeah. terms of in terms of like fiction, uh, fictitious work, one hundred percent. There is plenty of that. Uh, I would say like uh, I'll. Uh, Zeus taking the form of uh, multiple different people or bulls, etc. Like something to directly interact with humans uh, to basically give them uh, a perception of something that is not real because it's the gods meddling with humanity. Mm-hmm. Sure. But certainly, from all the fables, you would say, like, oh, yes, like this was a commonly accepted thing. Uh, I guess it would still technically be kind of... That's pretty... I mean, let's just call it D&D fairly polytheistic. Um, so we'll go ahead and say, like, yeah, there's there's definitely people who swear that there's evidence of, of gods meddling in their lives. Sure. Uh, Pilgrim. You do see a newspaper article with Pilgrim in it. And uh, it's a newspaper article from East Haven. Uh, and it's a uh, local homeless man saves boy's life. And uh, you see him kneeling over a hurt boy as an artist sketch. And he's got glowing hands. <laughs> Uh, I was really Amazing. hoping it was, it was Joel with his hands up <laughs> together. Okay, don't take any offense to this. This is not Joel doing this. This is the Pilgrim. He literally doesn't care. <laughs> like, Pilgrim just, like, pushes that aside. And just... There is no me. There is no I of the Pilgrim. So he's like, okay, whatever. Like, that... Is that... Yeah. Nothing. Right? It yeah. does not even fucking, like, raise his adrenaline at all. Doesn't matter. He pushes it aside. Um, Pilgrim is searching for anything about uh, the white dragon known as Arviaturus um, and the skeleton that rides upon it, its whereabouts, its lore, the legend behind it, um, the white menace as the Pilgrim thinks about it. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, Alright, so <clears throat> let's see. Roll a d100 for me because I like you guys all rolling. For sure, no. I like rolling my penguin dice. I mean, they're really cute. They're very cute. Thank you, Renee. Uh, that is a 16. 16? Shit. Jesse likes low rolls on those ones. Well, we don't know. That's yeah, true. All yeah. right. Uh, you. Sorry, I just want to say that's the first thing, and I've got another <sighs> thing on research after that, but I've only got two. That's fine. Uh, one of the most poignant things you find is. Uh, it's almost, uh, mm, let's call it a, uh, uh, kind of a, uh, Knights of the Round Table style book, uh, that kind of lore, that kind of lore written, like Sir Gawain the Green Knight style, etc. 
It's written like in a Chaucer Arthurian yes, style. Absolutely. Chaucer. That's fair eh, though. It's okay. You like that British shit more than the French British shit more than I do, but But you're I saying see. like Arthurian lore kind of style. Yeah, right? so you, you find that's this is the one that has the most information, I would say, in terms of inferring whether it's true or not. Um, but again, you guys are in a fantastical world where magic is randomly blasted all over the place at regular intervals. So it's not too far fetched. But the way it's written is it brings that Arthurian kind of idea. Uh, you find that the name uh, Melthorond is the person that rode the dragon and still carries the skeletal remains on her back. Um, there's suggestions that a final spell, perhaps cast by the skeleton before they died, was to keep the bones intact and in their proper place. Uh, and the skeleton sits upright and can even move its skull to face wherever the dragon was looking. And this is storyboarding. And uh, you hear that, uh, let's see, pre the death of Meltharond was an intelligent and patient dragon, unlike most white dragons, and vastly more sensitive. There's a couple more, there's like some pretty famous uh, short tales of, you know, uh, let's say helping helping some children out of the woods, uh, going on like small quests of sorts, and uh, you know, Meltharon doing that as well. However, like she still, Retained her kind's lust for revenge and instinct for savagery. And so you see, like, also when someone was slighted, you see her burning uh, villages to the ground. Yes. <clears throat> uh, you do know, like, you there's a very elaborate uh, death scene of Meltharon. And the dragon, uh, basically, what you get from the rest of the story is being gripped by a deep and abiding loneliness. And uh, she continually interacted with mortals, primarily to find a new trustworthy companion, but could never find someone who inhabited all of Meltharon's good qualities. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like I stumbled on the right uh, mm -hmm. Arthurian-esque legend. Um, the only other thing I want to look up is uh, anything about the, uh, you know, as I'm as the pilgrim is looking through the, this journal that, you know, is, is clearly magical in nature and looking upon these beasts, like it's basically a bestuary, but also a history of the Ten Towns and stuff like that. He stops and goes back to page one or two and reads uh, Driss Durden's um, initial entry about him starting this journal and creating this kind of stuff. And he starts researching if there's anything about Drizzt um, Durden and if there's any history of him. Oof. Uh, yes, there's definitely things written about him. He is very famous. Uh, he, let's see, you find some, uh, you find like uh, unofficial uh, biographies written by people who are like, oh, I know everything about him. Um, you find out like the main details of like, you know, his age, height, etc. Uh, very, some very matter of fact things. Uh, you know that like his classic adventuring thing. You even find like I'd say comic books about him, and regularly accepted. Regularly the, accepted. The, the information seems. Is it like 
consistent or is it kind of all over the, the place? The stories themselves seem consistent. The comic books go a little off the edge of like more fantastical sure. tales. Um, but like everything seems to have him wearing a forest green cloak uh, that has been accepted as being uh, given to him by the Weeping Friars upon his departure to Icewind Dale. Uh, that's like kind of a symbol of a lot where the stories take place and start. Um, and he, uh, <coughs> a lot of it, uh, since this is Ten Towns, uh, he has a symbol of a white unicorn head. Uh, that's a symbol to his goddess, um, Miliki, uh, the goddess of rangers. And the symbol is crept in by his good friend Regis from Scrimshaw. And it's a bone of a knucklehead trout. Cool. That's all that uh, Pilgrim wants to do. And I'll go back and wait patiently um, at the, the desk or whoever gets there first and meet. Mm -hmm. And Barry, you find the death records of uh, basically everyone in town. So they keep uh, very succinct death records, uh, born and death records, uh, basically a census, if you will to the town itself because fair like again it's very large like we're mm -hmm. looking at again so somewhere between six and a thousand people at any time mm -hmm. 600 cool i'm gonna uh scroll down a little bit go down to the e's is there is there any uh is it by first and last names here yes uh is there an iron more in there is there an iron more in there yes all right cool check and put it back and then that's it yeah it has description and everything died at sea Okay, cool. They're died at, at, well, you know, at Lake. Okay, cool. <laughs> so to speak. Then I meet, uh, go to meet up with the pilgrim again. All right, you guys meet up at the front of the library. You guys doing anything else now? Find anything interesting? Uh, about what I expected, but, um, yeah, sadly, nothing on, uh, your case, um. That's not of import. But, um, nothing on, uh, <laughs> as expected, the Chardolin, nothing, and, uh, some personal stuff about it, what I expected, so. Chardolin is an interesting thing to, to research, and this one appreciates what you did, looking into it. Um, Yourself? Oh, this one found about some interesting info about uh, ah, a white dragon. This one finds interesting, but not too much else. The one with the frozen rider? This one would love to see um, a new rider upon it. Ricky? This one will not say a name. This one cannot see the path that far. To the speakers. All right. Uh, yeah, you guys are leaving the library. Uh, one of the attendants is putting away the books uh, back in their rightful places. Uh, as you guys walk out, looks at the newspaper, looks up at Pilgrim, uh, looks back at the newspaper, and the newspaper kind of has a uh, one-punch man face drawn to Pilgrim as he's healing the child. Like, oh. And he's like, no, it couldn't be. And you guys leave without anything. You guys head to the speaker's house. However, before you even get inside, outside, uh, pages stuck together. I've been coming on it. Whoa. <laughs> what? I don't think you should be doing that to that book. Uh, dude, I get really into D&D. He likes the Frost Maiden a lot. <laughs> uh, you see two bundled up humanoids talking to one another. And when they see you, one waves to you in a friendly manner and says... <laughs> Well, you seem entirely too prepared for trouble. Are you here about the mine? Pilgrim will just look at Barry, uh, and Pilgrim doesn't quite understand. He's more prepared for uh, t speaking with the speaker. No offense to, you know, 
blue-collar people or anything, but just going to let Barry take this one. Uh, no, my friend. Uh, we're here to speak to the speaker. Uh, well, you're in luck, brother. I am the speaker. My name's Oris. How you doing? And you're looking at a green half-orc. Uh, he stands about 6'5". He's a large man. And uh, he's she? very well-spoken and everything. He's, he looks... He's very dressed up. Uh, it looks like he's done some hard work in his life, but otherwise he's just talking to uh, uh, one of the civilians. Oh, sick. Uh, this one did not assume that, uh, the, and please forgive this one for any presumptions that this one might have made. Uh, this is Barry Paca, one of the Pathwalkers, and call this one what you will. Speaker of Goodmead. Well, hot damn, that's that crazy signature I saw, and he like puts out his hand to shake your hand. Shake his hand? Yeah, Pleasure give, to meet you, brothers. I give him a little, shake your hand as well, yeah, or flipper. Flipper. Give him a little, <laughs> little nod. This one merely wanted to make contact with you, but uh, take up none of your time, and this one appreciates how you are mingling with the people and puts forth the best wishes of good mead and looks forward to meeting you in seven days. Absolutely, brother. Hey, man, it's great to meet you. Uh, shit, uh, what brings you to my town, man? Uh, you... The pathwalkers walk all paths. <laughs> Well, goddamn, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, if you find anyone that uh, but want to help out in mines, uh, I guess we have a cold ball problem there, but I mean, we should find someone to take care of it eventually. This one will let the Pathwalkers know. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you. We will be at the uh, Blue Clam. That's a great place to meet a bunch of fishermen, a bunch of, you know, blue-collar folk, normal folk. Uh, the good folk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this town can get a little stuffy, you know what I mean? This one appreciates the hospitality. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Have a good one, man. You as well. Can I, before we leave, does does he have a vibe like he uh, is, is one of those leaders who's kind of disconnected from the town or, or that he would actually kind of know people? Because Barry's trying to assess if he wants to ask him a question. I'll uh, say this guy, if, this guy is uh, more of a salt-of-the-earth kind of guy that uh, he resonates more with the middle class of this town okay that's he certainly has a some in touch with the people then i'm i'm just gonna ask them so before we leave i'm gonna say my friend uh your uh, your vibe seems strong your town is beautiful um obviously we are uh, some arcanists ourselves uh, sell swords that are helping the ten towns come back to the light out of this cold um myself i'm looking for a powerful uh magic user I know the whispers of the dark arcane brotherhood around this town. I know whispers of power. Do you know anyone in this town? Is there anyone of high magic ability? Well, well, shit, brother. The only thing I know about this town is that the only matter that's done is the way people cut the gems here, man. Uh, there's not anything too crazy here. Uh, you know, this is kind of a destination place. People love this place. Man, I mean, well, when it's not frozen over, it's pretty fucking nice here, but shit. With that cold breeze coming from the north, it's it is what it is. Well, I appreciate your honesty, brother. Uh, you have a good day. Nice meeting you. Take care, brother. We'll head to the blue clam and uh, await everyone else's arrival. Sorry to put my nose into our our ointment there. You walked your own path. Uh, Rick Steele, you are the first one in the blue clam. Uh, you separated with uh, Skid and Thrax when they were going through when they were heading through their part of the town. And you pop into the blue cr- blue clam. Oh my god! Uh, it's a tavern. Uh, it's 
pretty ramshackle compared to the rest of the town, but uh, no. it's a very poppin' bar. I'd say it's like, uh, it's like even though it's in a... What time is it? Uh, probably, see, let's see. So it'd take you two hours to get there. Probably like 10 a.m. Oh, my. What a lively bar this is. Look at everyone around. Is there a spot open at the bar for Ricky Steele? <laughs> Absolutely. Approach the bar with a gusto. A je ne sais quoi. An air of mystery. So like Elliot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you approach the bar. Behind the bar, you see a... But Elliot approaches the bar with just confusion. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I have <laughs> How no does idea one approach with on? an air of mystery, by the way? Yeah. No, an air of je ne sais quoi. Of je ne, how does, yeah, and, how does one mystery. come with a je ne sais quoi? You know, you're just walking through the crowd. No one knows who you are. You I don't think put you a, understand a, that uh, word, man. You put a, an elbow down. You look around. You snap your fingers to no one. Then you look for a bartender. <laughs> He's not wrong. That's how you walk up with no. the air of je ne sais quoi. It's true. A joie de vie, I think. But Ooh, Yeah. Maybe un peu jade de joie de vie. We've exhausted our French at the table. That's it. Maybe Jesse knows more. I know. Nope. Let him all, but I don't like ananas. Is pineapple? No, that's, that's, a, that's pineapple in like every language. Though. Yeah, whatever. You know, uh, bon marie. Hid in soaps. <laughs> that is. Uh, so you walk. At, uh, you walk to the bar. Behind the bar is a half orc. Um. The uh, behind the bar as well. There's a multitude of bottles, etc. There's also a lot of scrimshaw hanging from the walls. Um, Je voudrais un fumé, por favor. Hey man, I don't know what you're saying, but you got to What's smoke. up? Hey, I'm Ricky Steele, member of the Pathwalkers, savior of ten towns. I don't know if you'd give a shit or not, but I'm here for a drink. Hell yeah, brother. Vernon, I'm the chef and owner. Don't worry about it. What was your name again? Vernon. Vernon. Nice to meet you, Vernon. Ricky here. Um, I'm new to town. Could you tell me after the drink? I'm, I'm sorry to ask too many questions too fast. Don't want to hamper your style. He's putting a beer in front of you. I grab the beer. Is there anything weird going on here? Anything remotely strange? I know you innkeeps have a good ear to the ground. Uh, shit. Um, there's people, uh, Cobalt or some shit in the in the mines. Okay. No, no, maybe something else. But you know, uh, the mines go deep enough in there that uh, things occasionally crawl the underdark, which is some fucking psycho shit. You know what I'm saying? Heard that. And no harm, no foul. If you don't go that deep, if you know what I'm saying. I think you're making a sex reference. <laughs> I was actually not this time, but you know, fair point taken. I am a very handsome example of a half elf. So I brush my hair backwards. Uh, by the way, could I perform here tonight? I am a, a <laughs> bard of some renown. It doesn't seem like you have much of a stage, but you have many guests, and I would be happy to just perform on top of a table. Fuck it. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't had a show here in a long time. I'm going to have a, a good show, a good time, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't know about room and board, but maybe we could negotiate that later if the show goes well. Well, if you're looking for room, it's the east side you want, but you can sleep on the floor. <laughs> I mean, you have a room, don't you? 
Sure do. <laughs> we'll see how you feel about this after a couple rounds. I like the cut of your jib. No handy a shot. I'll take the to do with him. I'll do a shot with him immediately. We don't have shots poured out right now. I'm sorry. I do. Well, I don't. Cheers. Cheers. Pour out some shots. But in general, I'll be just carousing for information, hanging out, and uh, trying to arrange uh, people to get hyped up for my show later. Yeah, let me uh, just let me know what you need in terms of the space. The space itself is uh, it's a large rectangular room. Um, probably seats about, uh, see, it's a pretty big town, so probably seats like uh, 200 people. Ooh. Is there a stage at all? Uh, mm, yes, there is a stage. Uh, it's at the far end of the room. Uh, it looks like some sort of uh, magical fire torches are lit around it. All right, well, I'll take up residence there. We'll put my stuff down there. You know, as one does before their show. You put all your <laughs> loading things down. In. I'm loading <laughs> in. I'm, I'm uh, setting up my equipment. I'm making sure that everything is plugged in correctly, that uh, no one has uh, misplugged in any kind of uh, foot pedals or anything like that, and uh, which are all mine. I don't have any. Just saying... We'll get ready for tonight. Well, I guess get a little bit drunk. All right, you see uh, Vernon kind of open the door. He slaps a piece of paper to it that says, Show tonight. Hey, what time? Uh, I don't know. Maybe around, uh, what is it, 10 a.m. now? We should probably do 6 or 7. I'll take it easy for a little bit. All right, 7 p.m. Just write 7. Big number 7 right on the bottom of the paper. Just put it underneath that Ricky Steele. Ricky Steele, I got you. It's two E's, one L, and an E afterwards. He hesitates. Is that in the Ricky part? No, that's the steel part. Ricky is just Ricky. You can write that however you want. All right. And he'll write it down. I'll wait around for everyone to come back to my show. Or show up a little bit earlier. We'll probably have some free time. Yeah, the rest of the party shows up at about, uh, let's call it 1 o'clock p.m. As you guys are meandering in the library and buying cakes, etc., and stuffed mice. Oh, you're sitting in the middle of town, actually, Skid, right? Yeah. So, thanks, Skid, are sitting in the middle of town. So, uh, Ricky, you see Barry and Pilgrim walk into the bar. Hey! Hello, book boys. What did we learn today? A little bit. Just old stories. Enticing, mysterious, just like Ricky Steele likes it. Is there anything more to these old stories or a little bit of information? Or are those secrets for another day? No secrets, but are you one who's interested in the tales of yore? To be honest, not really. But if they're, you know, something I could muse upon to make new music, why not? Oh, I did learn from Vernon, the proprietor over here. Vernon, beers for my friends, please. Yeah, no problem. Nice to meet you guys. And slide over some beers. Likewise, Thanks, blessings of the paths upon you. Nice to meet you. Um, that there's a kaboom problem in the mines around here. Maybe we don't need to take care of it. Sounds like it's deep down, very deep. Where no my adventures to go. Uh, the mine itself's not deep. Just there's uh, you would know that there's holes that go as deep as the underdark, though, in the caves. 
I'll still say what I said anyways. <laughs> uh, this one, Barry heard the same. And the speaker would like that problem taken care of, and it would be good for the Pathwalkers to be in the good stance of all, or the good view of all of ten towns. I'm a, honestly a bit conflicted. We do have those three kabolds that pretend to be a one-grown human being on our side, and I really like them. I don't want to hurt their friends. Well, we can approach with a more diplomatic uh, approach and uh, see how things go, like the Pathwalkers always do, without any problem ever happening. Yes, we've always approached everything very diplomatically and only resorted to violence when it was absolutely necessary. This one agrees. That is a, a truth that we will continue to tell ourselves. It's not far from the truth. Always the truth. Barry, your research... Oh, yeah. First of all, yeah, I'm into I'm into the cobalt thing. I think, uh, yeah, we just tread softly. Um, yeah, research-wise, uh, Shardlin, yeah, basically not a lot of information as expected. Um, and again, I've been trying to dig into our friend's past here and his relation to me, but still not a lot. Uh, that path is obscured and in the past. Do not worry about that path. You know, more, you know, stuff about the gods meddling with people's minds and things, but part of me thinks it's deeper than that. Uh, yeah. Anything else? You don't have any kind of deep, dark secret, a recess in your mind, something that you have forgotten about a long time ago that you would like to tell us about. Are you okay? You seem very well thought out. Damn, uh, that uh, inside of yours is, uh, what is that, a plus 10 or something? <laughs> strong. It's actually pretty low. I'm just really good at sussing really suspicious bullshit out. Because I do it myself. How about we wait, uh, wait till tonight. We'll have some drinks or something and, uh... Oh, yes, I forgot. I'm playing a show here. 7 p.m. shop. Hopefully Skid and Drax make it back by then. Also, oh, weather. I'm nine hours to wait. Where the fuck? Oh, wait, six hours is 1 p.m. Six hours to wait. Where the fuck are they? I would imagine not talking to the people in the docks took that long. Flash two Thrax hitting a paddle ball and two fucking rats in front of him that are just <laughs> things and Skid just sitting there moving his hands in the air. People, you've now gathered a small crowd that are just like, what is happening? And they're just staring at you. Uh, Thrax looks at them. Well, don't worry. This is all going to be okay and look really cool soon. Uh, <laughs> as I as I miss hit the ball, I assume, and keep trying again, hoping yeah, you have uh, you have. Let's see, you have. Holy shit! All right, uh, yeah, you have. Uh, someone's actually. You have like a group of kids around you. They're counting how many paddles you actually hit. How and many? There's actually a artist there sketching you guys while you're sitting there in, in the snow. How many hits do I get? On the 97 roll, there's. You have a large gathering of people watching you. They're yes. like, "Whoa, what is this? A show?" <laughs> it's performance art. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> Uh, you have yes, you have a, basically a marionette rats in front of you, and you are hitting a paddle ball, and you have Skid <laughs> moving his hands in the air. People are like, "What in the world is this?" They've never seen anything like it. An Orchid Galvin just doing this in the middle of town. Uh, how many hits do I get them? Uh, let's see, what will your top score be for the day? Thirteen. Yes. <laughs> That's gentleman's try. Does the audience look? Does the crowd look more orcish, or is that just? Uh, no, this is a. Uh, uh, you have a. Uh, so right now, 
people aren't mining the gem mine, so a lot of people aren't working today. So like, there's a lot of like, there's I'd say fifty percent dwarves and then fifty percent everything else. Um, yeah, we would just uh, once that spell finished up, we'd go pick up the cake, pick up the moose, and uh, head back to the inn. Head back, or excuse me, the clan. Cool. Yeah, you guys head back, so it'd be uh, was that one uh, four o'clock, five o'clock. Can the cake be in a box so everyone sees it for the first time when we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's in okay. it's in the cardboard cake box that okay. is typically sent with cakes. And the moose was done well. The uh, taxidermy of the moose. The moose is done perfectly. Yes. Uh, this guy, you when you guys walk in and pick it up, uh, he's standing with a big grin over his face, kind of like Sweeney Todd with a like almost a shaving thing over it. And he's like, mm-hmm. I love doing this. <laughs> Damn. The cake the cake looks fucking awesome. It's uh this thing looks like the Lachnus monster. Straight up. Like, it literally looks like it's the Lachnus monster. Let me leave the creepy Sweeney Todd man. What about the other what about the smaller problem? Is that one good too or no? The the rat? Yeah. Yeah, that that was easy for him. He that's it's perfectly pristine. It looks exactly like he was alive. Tuck that in the bag. <laughs> this motherfucker's <a> necromancer. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your patience. Uh, you guys. Fun with your remaining years. <laughs> <laughs> he lays he closer. <laughs> we go we go the blue clam. Guy has murdered so many people. <laughs> you guys, you guys enter the blue clam, and mm-hmm. you guys are now all together. It's about. Uh, we'll just jump a little bit. We'll say it's about uh, six o'clock an hour before the show. We got this for all of us. Uh, we didn't find the dinosaur, but we found this dinosaur. And I pulled the box off the cake uh, to reveal the dinosaur-esque cake. Is it tall or short or? Uh, so the. Uh, uh, the box, the, the box you're carrying is uh, approximately a foot and a half tall. Yes. Yeah. Because to fit the neck, mm-hmm. the neck comes up a foot and a half. Pull it off and show everyone the uh, the beautiful cake. It is for us to share. In. I've never seen this sort of confectionery before. Damn, Cakey really outdid himself this time. Oh, oh. yes, uh, and Barry. I got this for you. What? And it's the rat with the mallet. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Uh, the man was selling them at the uh, that where we got the moose, which looks amazing. The moose uh, looks amazing. But uh, it reminded me of you and your strength. I thought you'd like this. And and Ricky, this is a tiny female one in a polka dot dress with a bonnet. What is this? Uh, just a sexy mouse rat. <laughs> <laughs> no, shit. I thought you would like sexy this. Sexy mouse. Well, like, <laughs> the weirdest gifts. Hey, I beat you in an arm wrestling match. I think you're really strong. Here's a strong man thing. I'm stronger than you. By the r- way, Ricky, you're horny. Here's a sexy mouse. I know You said it Those was sexy. Those are nice gifts. <laughs> I, I bring in Thrax for a hug. I'll cherish it, buddy. Thank uh, you. I Thanks for thinking of me. Of course. I've, I've never seen things like this. I thought you might enjoy it. F- fine craftsmanship. Yeah, you look at the the face actually shows, if you would imagine, a ex- face of excitement on a mouse. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the wow. hat's off. The hat's off the thing. It's hung by a wire, like I said. And it has a mallet, and he's swinging it. 
and his like coattails are flying out, kind of that's like he's good. swinging the mallet hard. That's amazing. Uh, look at mine between my thumb and my middle finger, just rotate it around a bit, and consider what Thrax said that it was a sexy mouse. And uh, uh, you see blush on the cheeks of the mouse. I, I I look at it, and uh, right before I put it in my pocket, I say, "Well, maybe." <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then, uh, you guys gonna cut into the cake? Oh, yeah. Alright. Uh, Alright. So you cut in the, like, so, uh, you cut in the cake, uh, you probably start from the butt side first, because it's easier mm-hmm. to cut, because you have a long neck and head that's hanging up there. Um, so you cut in the butt, when you cut it open, it's... I have one quick question. I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, <laughs> no I just, I was, is, are there any, like, flowers in these, in this bar? Flowers? Like flora. Yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he just cast that for eight hours. Do they look different now? Like, oh, been yeah. sitting here waiting. I'm just curious, like, oh, did that yes. do anything? He cast a major fucking spell. Like, I'm True. Just, I'm just curious if there were any, uh, did they change? I'm sorry. I don't mean to, like, I'm just thinking, I want to see the cake. But... I think it takes, uh, doesn't it take a little bit, right? Um, it it's it's pretty vague. It okay. enriches the land, and then it, it doubles the yield. Okay. Of Never mind. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, so, I didn't mean to. So if you guys... If you guys went to the forest that surround the town, you'd really notice a difference. Okay, never mind then. Sorry, I was just curious. But cake, cake, cake. Well, yeah, sure. There's a golden pollen floating through the air. Nice. It's a little pollen ore. I did that. Yeah, you cut into the cake. Uh, <laughs> it has. Seems uh, tough to grow. When you cut into the cake, it's red velvet. Uh, has a white cream on it, and then like in between the white cream and the red velvet, uh, with the green top of the dinosaur itself. Uh, you cut into it, and there's like almost a green ooze of that is a, uh, it's uh, basically that, uh, it's like that confectionery thing where it's uh, mm-hmm. basically a, a gel, mm-hmm. that, uh, a sugar gel, so to speak. That's green. Bar. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a reptile. Bar. Oh, mm-hmm. it's it's just like <laughs> killing its skin here. I told you we just want to talk to this one. But yes, yes, yes. Let's eat it. It's tasty. <laughs> What's up with you guys, Ricky? You look like. Uh, you look like you're in a good spot. Yeah, quite yes. I'm about to perform a show. Oh, sick! Just in time, perfect. Yes. I arranged it with Vernon, this bar's proprietor. As what I assumed, I didn't ask him if he's the actual owner or not. But I will be performing at 7 o'clock, which is in approximately 45 minutes from now. It's a perfect time for cake and then the show. Uh, I don't use any silverware while eating this cake. Just ham-fisted? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> just, I imagine Thrax just punching into the cake and, like, ripping out pieces. Uh, Pilgrim will uh, pat Ricky, Ricky on the back and say, uh, this one is sure that your show will be great and cast Bless at level one. Hmm. I feel somehow better. Do you want me to... Uh, you, uh, By you bless, t- I mean guidance. I suppose that's probably more useful to you, right? Whatever. You can cast both. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna yeah, say- I'll cast both. That's fine. I was going to say, uh, Barry uh, is looking at uh, Ricky with kind of um, a bit of like a... Hey, would you want me to uh, use light <clears throat> in your show? <clears throat> no, I've got it this time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Barry's definitely getting after it, by the way. Oh, getting like wasted? Trying to. Ah, yeah, the, the the owner likes Ricky Steele already, uh, so he's like he's pumped. Like you guys, if you guys finish a drink, he already has a new one in front of you. Cool. Like right when it finishes. 
Ricky, do you need an intro or anything? Are you good? This one's a little bit of a more low-key kind of moment. I All think right. I've got this. <laughs> Smack him on the cheek and say, good luck, Biden. Uh, cast enhance ability. Give you eagle splendor. Advantage on charisma checks. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, you know, 7 o'clock rolls around. Um, they have an opener for Ricky Steele today. It's a bunch of high school looking kids. And let's see how well they yes. play. Uh, they call themselves. I think you should roll before you decide the name, brother. <laughs> they, then they come. They call themselves the median, and they're just okay. <laughs> and uh, so they they play a little set. All oh, the spells are still on. Sort of like a, like a like a pop rock band, but they have this weird, cool, mathy like breakdown every once in a while. But I no, wouldn't give no them that much credit. You, you, okay, they you're tight. They they want to be able to play that, but they don't ever quite get there. Oh, man, <laughs> it it edges you the whole show. You're like, God <laughs> damn it! <laughs> like so, you're like, this isn't bad, but like. Damn it, they could have really the done something there. The Median's a good name for a <laughs> shitty band. Yeah, that's, that's good. So they play for a half hour set. Uh, it comes to mixed applause. <laughs> and then uh, and Vernon goes up and he's like, and now, Ricky Steele. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bobby Ricky. Ricky. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. This is Ricky Steele. Beautiful boy born out of Bryn Shandir. I'm here to perform for you one new song tonight. I've been urged recently by a compatriot of my party. Uh, currently, maybe working title in progress called The Fox and the Chingua. Yeah! yeah. I'm from Bryn Shandir. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we won't take no hecklers tonight. If you heckle me at all, I will shut you up and I will paralyze you and maybe murder you. Hell yeah. That's right, Vern, and hell yeah. Boot anyone out who gives me shit. All right. I'll, I pull up my viol. Not my new electrical instrument. I'm not used to it completely yet. The Roland? Yes, the Roland is too new. I start playing a, a nice slow rhythm. Out in the tundra, we made some friends. A fox and chingua interjected, fool and vrim. We'd both play full spunk and the will to fight. We traveled with them on through the long night. But then we were attacked by winter wolves. As we were brought to the assault, there was no fault. In our defense, we started to tense. Where were our wards? Fox and Ching were lords, protecting them from battle wards where they were bored. But then, from the corner of my eye, on Fox the Ching were rides. Like Skid and Thrax, on the attack, they were to take the left eye. Right, and that is the end of that song. And not completely. Yeah! 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 Roll with triple advantage for that. <laughs> and your blessed guidance. 
Yeah, guidance helps. I I think bless helps um, with that one. But can yeah. I have a D4 for the guidance? You want the penguin? Yes, I'll take the penguin, or whatever I can roll forward. All right, I rolled a a crit twenty plus two plus ten, which is a thirty-two. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> or actually plus my bonus. Oh no, I already added my bonus. That's fine. Thirty-two. Right. I also rolled a ninety-two. So uh, people are dancing on the tables, a la Blues Brothers Good Boys Band when they're the, uh, the when they start singing the Rawhide, etc. And people are dancing on the tables, or even like Jailhouse Rock at the end there. It's your first chart topper. Uh, this is banging. This song's that song's banging. Your show kicks ass. Everyone there is going absolutely crazy. You have bras being flung at you, etc. There's uh, people trying to hand you beers and shots while you're part, like while you're singing. They're people are dancing. They're have their hands up in the air. Light shows crazy with the uh, flames on the wall that are you know somehow magical that you guys have noticed before. Uh, Different colors are changing with uh, how you get, how you're singing. It fits the mood. This show is perfect. It's a perfect show. All right, all right. Everyone, settle down, settle down. We had a good time tonight, didn't we all? Yeah, you hear? Yeah! Come on, give me a. So we'll tell you something. I couldn't do it without my friends, the Pathwalkers. Grim, Skid, Thrax, Barry, Paka. All give yourselves a bow, and I'll send uh, four dancing lights over each one of them. Skid goes crazy and starts jumping up and down. Yeah, it's fine. Starts pointing at Ricky. It's fucking you, Ricky. It's you. Uh, Thrax flexes. Yeah, Ricky. Just, uh, clapping his uh, flippers. <laughs> Barry just like drunk. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, being being pretty like overly loud and. Uh, yeah, sloppy with his clapping and like ah, pointing at him. Pilgrim just stands there uncomfortably, <laughs> <laughs> blinks a little bit. Yeah, you guys are also surrounded by people having your drinks. Oh my god, you know him? <laughs> and all this, it's just mayhem in there. So it's you know it's over capacity. So it's probably like two hundred and fifty people in this place, and they're all going crazy. They want to drink with they want to drink with Ricky Steele and his friends. They want to party with them because it's it's a show, and it just it slapped. It was fucking awesome. I guess there's no early bedtime for me tonight. Hello. <laughs> are the are the ladies and men flocking him? Yeah, you're all flocked by oh. everyone because he called you all out, and you have glowing lights over your heads. You are literally beacons in the crowd. Let's uh, let's have a good time. Let's just party it up for a little bit. Yeah, let's let's get some drinks over here, eh? And then we'll have to eventually go over to the east side to maybe sleep. If I ever see a halfling approach, uh. Skid, I will instantly turn off his light. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, so you turn off the light eventually. <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, you guys party, you hang out for the night. Um, they, the, let's just say that the, hmm, the innkeeper, uh, you meet them. It is a willowy teenager uh she cares for her dad you find out if you guys have any small talk with her she cares for her dad but she basically runs the east side and she's like you guys are staying for free don't worry about it all good so you guys have a place set up at the east side which is east uh southeast of the blue clam 
Uh, they're actually on the opposite side of town, and you guys are free to do whatever you want to do. The show finishes, everyone's at the bar drinking. Do whatever you want. Yeah, another round! Are you sure you've not had enough yet, Barry? Yeah, you good to be free from that tree, folk. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking Shush about? Push me. <laughs> the, those things we fought, remember? Yes, I remember that fucking tree folk ends, but he just said smush me. I don't know if it was a, I want to be smashed in the ass, or kind of a, I would like to be turned into a small person in a metaphorical sense, or just a smush me, a nonsensical statement. Maybe he liked getting his uh, shell crushed a little bit. No, uh, just turtles are very collapsible. He didn't know what he was going against. What do you mean collapsible? <laughs> we can come into our shells. Would you want to take this one, Thrax? <laughs> uh, no, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna go get uh, some dark spirits from the bar and just like drink something, something dark and mysterious. Yeah, drinks are free. Uh, if you guys get hungry, uh, this place is known for a spiced chowder, of course. But this is a better chowder than spice, so it's nice. Uh, he hands definitely Barry one. He's like, maybe you should slow down, brother. And hands you a bowl of chowder with oh, a big piece of bread. Yeah, I'm blown away. I, l- I love chowder so much. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's I'm a spice super chowder. I'd say it's uh, more akin to a curry rather than a regular chowder. Yeah. Uh, Thrax is feeling as he's the muscly one. Uh, sort of re- r- tries wrestling with the uh, skid a little bit. They start roughhousing a little bit. Yeah. Climbing around him, blood, <laughs> some blood drinking, mm-hmm. fucks me, punching him in the ribs. I'm sorry, did you yes. say fucks me? <laughs> no, just That's like roughhousing, roughhousing. Just, just drunk roughhousing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you guys start dick around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll look at Barry Mac. You want to arm wrestle? Yeah, I got the board in my back. Yeah, let's do this. Plus that that old arm wrestling board mm-hmm. out that we originally did. Uh, all right, uh, Vernon. Let's see how shit house he is. Bartender's pretty sloshed. He's like, "Get this shit out of here!" He pushes all the shit off a table. He's like, "Use this one. It's time. It's time for a rematch. I'm taking bets. Who wants to bet?" And he's Uh-oh. yelling about betting on you two guys battling off in the arm wrestling tournament. We, we will arm wrestle. All right, let's do it. Uh, strength, strength. What do we? What should we do? Uh, strength, strength. No mods. No mods. No athletics. Just strength. Just straight up. Who's beating each other? Pretty sure they both have athletics too. So. I have athletics. Yes. We I have athletics. athletics. Okay. I do athletics. Yeah, you guys do athletics. Athletics. All right. Athletics, whatever you guys want. Good. Athletics. Ooh, that's beefy. That is uh. That's uh, twenty-five. Oh, you beat me. Uh, Tortle slaps his flipper on the, on the table with an orcish hand. Whoa, I wasn't ready. I ate too many spirits. It makes him too strong. Oh, how'd you do much. that? Oh, my like, hey, I'm rich. I'm Turtle Man. <laughs> People just partying behind you. Uh, good match. <laughs> Barry breathes kind of a fishy smelling breath onto oh, you. God. Oh. You don't let me win. Don't let me win. I, I didn't. I, I, I let Don't. you win. Don't let I, me win. Of course not. Don't worry. I would never fake it. Because I'm not this big. I'm not. <laughs> oh, shit. It kind of pokes you a little bit. 
Very shit house. Orc, come come wrestle the winner here. Fuck yeah, man, I'll beat your ass. <laughs> he's he's going to sit down there with a half-orc. Another half-orc, and he'll hook off his legs. Sweet. Give him that mod. Ooh, that was beefy again. <laughs> oh, 16 no. and plus... Six. You easy to this bartender. He's fucking. Twenty two. He's like, oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't arm wrestle. Never. Yeah, pretty good. Good soup. Good chowder. <laughs> All right, you guys party for the rest of the night, uh, and you guys are able to head back to the east side, which is the inn. That's where most visitors stay. This place is, uh, it's pretty nice inside. Uh, you have basically the wood carving that you kind of see throughout the entire city. Uh, the rooms are large. Uh, a lot of them have multiple beds or one bed. doesn't really matter because they, you know, again, it's in time of frost made and a lot of people like to share warmth. And one of the things that this town gives is uh, fire. So, like, they're one of the people that actually burn wood sometimes in the night for the frost maiden as a, as a sacrifice. So they, they'll go day without heating themselves. Understood. Great show, Ricky. Great show. You want to? Is there a place where we could stay up? Yeah, yeah. The east side. When you get where you guys walk to, the east side is is the the proprietor's daughter said that you guys could just stay there for free. There's like a small side table outside of a room. So I stay up and as, as Skid says it to me, would you like to stay up for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Shall I one more? No. Oh. We'll see if we can grab one more, and I'll, I'll line up the rest of my skiing into two big lines for us. <laughs> Where's that yes, no dice? What's uh, what's Pilgrim and Thrax doing with the skiing and with all that situation? Pilgrim, well, I don't think I don't think I saw any of that. Like, I think that by that point, Pilgrim's already asleep uh, in the end. Uh, the big old bubble. No, no, no. Pilgrim oh, sleeps on the floor. Yeah, um, I just imagine like that. Oh, the sleep bubble. Yeah, the nose bubble. <laughs> yeah. If it's an anime, sure. Um, no, listening to people walk around and usually sleep on the floor. So you've kind of crashed listening to people on the ground, reading the paths? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cr- crashed earlier. Okay, I'm going to definitely try to stay up if I can. You don't. <laughs> yeah, definitely stay up. Do, do, do the skiing if I can. Roll a constitution check because you're shithouse. Brutal. It was a four plus. Uh, yeah, you're going to bed, brother. <laughs> you are fucking shellacked. You stumble into the room. Can I, like, try and make out a few words before I stumble? Absolutely, in? absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say to uh, Ricky as I'm leaving. I'm gonna say like, Giran Horan, about Alan Moore, which means. Alan Moore. Which, uh, er, uh, <laughs> I and I and more, uh, which means uh, I am Burrell I and more, and, and, and Alvin, and then pass out. I look at you right before you pass out. Like I understand, my friend, and I kiss you on the forehead. Uh-huh. And uh, Skitty doing a fucking nose beer uh, with fucking Skitty. Look at it, and uh, after rolling the dice, um, try to. Shimmy it back. You do mine. You do mine. I, it messes with my head too much. I can't have that right now. 
I don't want to be like Barry. He was drowning something out. Oh, he was. He's been reclusive lately. As you, in, you the past thirty, the past ten hours, he's he's been reclusive. He just told me something in Elvish before he passed out. I, oh no, no problem. I can do this too. <laughs> well, anyways, get um. Well, I really wanted to. Well, I wanted to take you aside and talk to you. It's just like it was very admirable of you to. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a presence that you're getting. It's very powerful, but also like nebulous at the same time. It, it, it feels like that you used to be a hunter, but now that you're a, a conservationist almost, an understanding, a, a understander, an understa- understander of nature instead of just a, a nature hunter. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Um. <laughs> I think I'm still a hunter. And I, I know what she's trying to say, because I don't, I don't quite feel the same like the first time I met you. I feel like I look at things different now, at least a little bit, after talking to Ravishi. Ravissa. And and her name is Revisa. She was kind of pretty, didn't you? Don't you think? Like just a little bit. You know, like maybe we could change her ways and get her on our, our side. I don't know. Chalky white undead maiden, frost maiden you know, kind you, of way. You, maybe. Know, you know, you know, it takes all kinds. You just, you know, you, you see somebody, you're like, oh my god, like, are you beautiful or not? I don't understand. Like, Ricky, thanks for playing that song tonight. Oh, yes, I, I just really wanted to write a new song, and, uh, you know, I, I talked to you about the Fox and the Chingwa song for, you know, I don't know, like a week and a half, two weeks now, and I I felt like I was procrastinating, and I, fin- I, fi- I finally just, you know, it just came to me. I wrote a little thing down, and I was like, it's here. It's here for you, Skid. It's, it's all for you. I loved it. I loved it so much. It's not complete yet. I think there's a, another verse and, like, another maybe chorus we could do, but, you know. Also, if you and Thrax ever want to, you know, maybe write a song, we could work on one together, maybe about uh, a land of ice and snow, you know, where the, the hot springs are and the white winds glow, a, a valley of the gods or something like that. That sounds amazing. I'd love to. Yes, we should do that. Oh, my God. I am having such a good night. <laughs> Fuck, yes. Ricky Steele and Skid. Best friends forever. <laughs> friends forever. High five, baby. Five. I will enjoy a beverage, and I'll listen to his ramblings <laughs> until he patters out. I'll let him uh, motor mouth. That's amazing. And eventually crash. All right, you guys, uh, you, you guys do that, and eventually the whole party falls asleep. And uh, you guys have your, your long rest again. Um, you guys wake up once again in the morning. Barry, you're pretty hungover. Um, Ricky, you're also kind of hungover. Fuck, my head hurts. But the rest of you, the rest of you, are okay. What did I do last night? I hope I didn't say anything embarrassing. Yeah, Barry overhears that, and then suddenly, like the blackout memory triggers, where you get like just like a section <laughs> of something. And you're like, oh no, a wave of shame. Yes. I like immediately oh, look. Wave. I'm like studying Ricky the best I can to see if he might have. Lost something, or if I said something, I'm, I feel very like. Do, do you remember the arm wrestling competition at all? Uh, I remember you playing a show. That, that's all that happens. <laughs> Spicy soup. Oh, yep, man. that's it. Yep, that's it. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, here, have some breakfast wine. This might help. 
Thrax pours breakfast wine for those that need some. Skin Thrax do the good berry breakfast wine morning ritual. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. It helps. Enough enough wine. Like Barry pushes away the wine. He's like, all right, I've been fucking biting my tongue a long time now. Uh, I don't know what the hell I said last night, but I'm just going to fucking, I'm going to come clean. All right, uh, Mayor Dolden, I, I died in that lake. I died as an, as an elf, and somehow, somehow I crawled out of there as a, as this, as a turtle. Uh, I don't know the how the hell it, I've been trying to figure it out. Are you fucking shitting? I know, it sounds like a drunk, or skiing-induced, yeah, I don't know. You but, need to see a therapist. But trust me, my voice doesn't sound like this. I'm not, I'm, honestly, I got a bit of a frame like you, Ricky. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, shut died? up, shut up, Thrax. What do you mean he I'm, died? Uh, Alright, I'm a fisherman from Waterdeep. I came up here on a barge. I came up here, there was good work here. I was fishing. One of those fucking knuckleheads got me, man. Pulled me under. I thought it just got my leg and it fucking pulled me under. I couldn't breathe and somehow got me. And I just checked the death record. They, they've crossed me off as dead, so it means my... I had, uh... I had some connections here. It means they gave up on me, I guess. Wait, so how died. long? How long ago? How long has it been since uh, that happened? Uh, roll two D one hundreds. Two D one hundreds. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I got. It's actually pretty high. It's like it's like fifty, fifty-three. Total. Yeah. Fifty-three years ago. Oh, yeah. But I am a, a turtle as well. So, but I am a very I'm a medium to older age turtle. So it does kind of make sense. Um, yeah. Um, What's up with your family? I've been well. Were you born I, into it? I had connection. You have a wife. I had no. Uh, I, this is a swinging bachelor. Really, I came up here and uh, I knew that there were some turtles in Bryn. I'd been aware of them. But how do you have a mother or a sister or no, all of that? No, they're not related wait, to me. Wait, wait, wait. You are. went down in the lake and you died and then Is what's it? next? All right, well, you, what, first what? thing I saw. Death Wait, wait, not... wait. Was it Big Knuck, though, please? I don't know. It was just one of those big knuckleheads. Wait, Death. let him answer. Let okay. him answer. Death is never the end of one's path. Yeah, but. Fucking clearly, if this is to be true, but what's so, you down there? You get taken out by a trout. Yeah. So yeah, first thing, I get taken out. Everything goes dark. First thing I know, I I hear this lapping, this this, this sound. It was the waves. It was almost like it was talking to me. I I feel like it was this wave goddess. Something brought me back, or something did something. I don't know. I haven't figured it out. But that was the first thing. The moon overhead and me in the waves that these waves coming back and forth and basically uh i swam in i swam in from uh mayor dolden and uh i had some connections in brian and uh, i knew about i knew about those turtles and so where you went down is where you came up and then you were different that's what you're saying yeah basically and when you were like ricky when you were like a a slender, handsome, swinging bachelor. Yeah, I was more of a, a little thinner than Ricky. I was a, what do we call a high elf. Did you have tattoos? Oh, you were a nerd. Uh, I was, I was more of a, 
I was into scribing. Could you do magic? Did you have tattoos? Uh, I had. I was into drawing and scribing, but it wasn't really till I met my ma or my adopted ma. She kind of taught me. Could you do magic? Yes. Could you do magic before? Um. And you remember all this? A bit. Um. Wait. What the? F- this is like. So yeah. Wait, were you? Were you grim? I don't know, man. That's what I've been trying to figure out. I. I feel like there's such a weird intersection between both of us, and it's not... I've, I've realized in this life nothing is by coincidence. He's human. It feels like chaos, but it ain't. Sometimes parallel paths run the parallels. Wait. So could you do, when you are high off, you did magic? Yeah. Do you like the same things you did back then as an elf man? It's like, uh, I started off kind of liking similar stuff, but it's like you have certain taste, and, uh, like, like I really like fish now. I was roaring to the, you know, kind of the delicious, uh, green foods before. Maybe one of those bad Mm. druids got you and you got awakened. Turned you into an animal. Could have been it, but it's, I've been searching for an arcanist ever since, and mostly searching for some, uh, adept other magic folk to help kind of, uh, I don't know. Wait, no, figure, for sure, what one is. Figure stuff out. Um, yeah, that was what all that elven stuff was in my room, and uh, I actually got a, I had a friend who was an elf uh, in Bryn, but I, I dare not go there. Well, we should see them. We should talk to them. That's all right. We could talk to their avarice again. Yeah. Now we know, and you're not being so cagey. Yeah, sorry to dump all this on y'all. Just, I'm just sick of holding this, and uh, I don't know what the hell I let loose last night. I was, I wanted to tell y'all after I, I read some stuff, and uh, well, Mary, great show by the way, buddy. Uh, you're a wordsmith. I, I do have to say, whether you're an elf or a turtle or a half elf or a turtle or any kind of thing or a turtle. You know, accept who you are now. Be who you are and who you want to be. Maybe you don't feel like a turtle, but you would like to be in a health of a body. It doesn't matter. As long as you feel like you're you, that's all that really matters. At least to Ricky Steele. As long as you're comfortable in your own skin, as long as you can be happy, I will defend you till the day I die. Which probably will be very soon. Considering... You know, my mother and all. She gives you a hug and says, Not if I can help it, buddy. And your lifestyle, the path you walk. Yes, I do like to get drunk. What do you think you'll come back as? Well, I'll come back as a worm or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Grummy. Little little gross, Ricky. Little steely worm bitch. This is... This is is weird, right? That's really weird, man. Yeah, this is Uh, crazy. And you like knucklehead still, is that why you enjoy eating them? Because uh, they led to this body. Yeah, it's a bit of the shot and try to, you know, it's like the... Yes. Uh, enjoying others, uh, yeah. Well, good thing you have that hook, then. Yeah, I'm a, you know, this vision skill, obviously, and some of the penmanship carried over, but... Uh, well, this sounds like uh, crazy magic. Perhaps uh, we seek some higher wizard or something like that. Grumsh could have done it. Could have been Grumsh. He who watches could have done amazing things. Yeah. Uh, beautiful things. Uh, 
Maybe I, Grump zoinked him to us and zoinked Grim to us too. Maybe he put you on our paths. Yeah. <gasps> oh, maybe you're meant to help us. Maybe he said it. Oh, you ever think of that, Barry? Leader of a tribe. I'm not uh, very uh, good at speaking publicly. That ain't my thing. I don't think it's me. Uh, you get to it. But he protects. He sings to protect people. That's true. There's a lot of people that need protecting. But in the meantime, let us keep our ears to the ground for any strong wizards anywhere. And if you ever want to go back, talk to Avarice. We'll go with you. Since we know there's one strong arcanist there. Appreciate it, buddy. I'm gonna give uh, Ricky a hug, and then I'm gonna straight up look at uh, the traveler and say, "Now, don't tell me it's just my path. You're a milkskin. You're a human. Use that noggin. Tell me, what do you see? What is this? This one is not one to judge what is behind you or what is in front of you. This one is only here to tell you." That you walk your path. Ah, stop that! Oh, God. Brings you in for a hug. He's like, uh, yeah, I love you. I'm going to figure that thing out. God, we, stop it. We should have recorded that, and then we could just play it every time we ask him a question. You are not a tool, Pilgrim. You are something more than a means to an end. You none must us, realize that. None of us are tools. No thing. No thinking thing, no innate thing, no non-sentient thing is a tool. We are all things walking their paths, whether or not they work by instinct, whether or not they think by thought. We are all mere instruments doing what they do. We are all walking our paths. The paths are winding, the paths are confusing, they are obfuscated, and they are strange. Barry, do you want to be a elf again, or you like being a total? You know, I started out hating it, but now I've kind of, you know, I've learned to learn to like it. And I, I kind of would miss this part of me, but part of me, that's all I ever cared about is getting back to the old me the last few decades. It's a really tough place to be between thought and instinct. True, buddy. All I want to do is spill the beans, so I feel a lot better. I appreciate y'all listening to me. Uh, but that's why I'm trying to find a high arcanist. There's a spell. A spell I've read about called True Polymorph. I think it can permanently turn you back. What are you laughing about, Ricky? You heard of that? No. <laughs> I'd rather just be who you are. We all be who we want to be. Well, I think that deserves some breakfast wine, though. Might yeah, now, you. I'll take that now. And he guzzles it down. Uh, Pilgrim, yo, would you like your share? Of course. Drax Genuflecting in. in front of me. Oh, Nan, I always used to say you'd feel lighter when you tell the truth, so I hope you feel better. I really do, buddy. Yeah, that's sort of like, uh, you know, we all have our uh, dead mooses in our bags of holding. Yeah, we all see it. You're talking about skeletons in a closet. What's that? What's a closet? 
Never mind, you fucking idiot. At about that moment, you get a knock on the door. Come on in! We're uh, just having revelations. <laughs> a rosy-cheeked boy walks in. Okay, sir. <laughs> uh, is there a one who path man walk? Something like that? Yes. Here? Oh, here, I got this letter for him. Is that, uh, is that one over there blinking? Okay. Oh, grab was, it and give it to Grim. Yeah, that too. Thank you. And the whole run out of the room. Grim's confused. That was a nice career. Doesn't understand the concept of names <laughs> or self-identity. It's for you. Right from your politics. This one? It's for Grim, yes. It's, maybe just Grim Pilgrim is a cool name to have. But it's, yeah, I mean. That is what you call this one, and you may call this one what you will. But then I have a grim pilgrim. Others walk different paths in terms of what they nomenclate this one as. You can lead a draft horse to water, but you can't make him drink. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I've had I had a lot to drink last night. I had some wine. If you keep talking like this, I think I'm going to vomit. Thrax, will you open this for me? For this one? Yes. Pull out uh, an arrow. Right, you open the letter. Pull it out. You said that you were looking forward to using your bow and arrow. One day again. Well, you just used it right now. It's different. It's not that different, is it? Uh, there's no blood at the end of this, and uh, I didn't use my bow to do it. We don't know yet. There might be. And I'll read the letter. The letter says... Urgent summons. Been moved ahead three days. Be here in four. This is a letter to all speakers. Speaker convention. And then at that moment, Thrax, you hand him the letter. You heard all these revelations. And you have a vivid image of someone pulling blood from your body with a syringe <laughs> saying we can make more I throw up on the ground I, I get on my <laughs> what the fuck I get on my knees and go no and I, I throw up all over the floor what the fuck Bricks. <laughs>